Welcome. Welcome. The show you're about to listen to is part of the Hopped Up Network's growing family of craft beer podcasts in the U.S. and Canada. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts. If I kill that bird, Barbara, that's a bald eagle. Get away, baldy! Yeah! Oh, well. Good evening, good evening, and good evening. This is The Word with Mike, Pete, and Steve. GovsRadio.com. We are live here at the biggest and the baddest comedy club in all of Long Island. That's Governor's Comedy Club right here in the heart of Nassau County. Levittown, Stephen. Oh, I'm not on, man. Yeah, you are. You're oh, on. Oh. I got you. It's only two of us, so it's easy to remember oh, now. Man. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show tonight. We have a great guest for you, but before we get started, we have to kick it all off with our friends, our pals, our compadres, if they were. Steve, take it away. Rosie's Draft Solutions. Tommy's Pizza. Oh, wait. Wrong, <laughs> no, wrong one. No, wrong no, one. No. Shit. Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah. No, no. So just, just swipe left and you'll get swipe. to the Rosie's. Okay, right. Rosie's read. Okay. okay, good. All right, here we go. Cool. All right. Rosie's Draft Solution is a Long Island family-owned business that provides professional draft beer system services, mm. line cleanings and maintenance, draft beer line system installs, event dispensing solutions, and more. And more. Mm. Uh, yeah, passionate about craft beer and making sure it has the same quality as when it left the brewery. And that is only done by making sure the draft system lines are perfectly clean. Clean and tight. Rosie's services bars, restaurants, halls, events, and all other beverage establishments, including home kegerated installs across Long Island and Westchester. Mm. You can reach them at Rosie's Draft Solutions. You know what I at- heard? That the best Chester is Westchester. Really? Yeah, that's what I've been told. Hmm. Crazy, right? That's crazy. Yeah. But you know what? What? You could reach them at Rosie's Draft Solution mm. at gmail.com. Okay. Or call them at 631-219-2075. Go on. Monday through Sunday. Yes, sir. 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Mention the wart. Mm. And uh, I think they could get a big bag of crack. Ooh, yeah. they got the crack now. Yeah, for Christmas. Sweet. Crack, crack for Christmas. Thank you very much, Rosie's, for handing out that uh, delicious holiday crack. Go to rosiesdraftsolutions.com or go on our Instagram and get their contact information right away. Rosie's Draft Solutions. We're also sponsored tonight by Brewbag. Brewbag for Brew your bag. beer pond cornhole. Go to brewbag.com. We played a little Brewbag at the uh, Blue Point Cast Fest. Yeah. Good times. Had some people out there playing, having a great time. Uh, so go on to our Instagram, and in our uh, bio, there's a link tree to your personal discount page for your Brewbag. Get yours today. It's the holiday season. 
It's a great gift for oh, that uh, yeah. son or dad or grandpa that likes cornhole but wants to up their game. That's a drinking game now, sir, that we have now just introduced. It is Beer Pong Cornhole. Go to brewbag.com. Type in promo code THEWARD if you don't go to our link tree. It's all good. And get your discount today. We're also sponsored by Beer Maker, B-E-R-M-K-R, for your tabletop beer brewing solution, all-grain brewing solution with uh, packages for your ingredients, um, everything that you need to get started brewing, about a gallon of beer at a time, all automated, links up with your phone through an app. You get uh, little alerts along the way telling you what your next step is. And, uh, of course, if you wanted to, you want to be a bold explorer, you can make your own recipes. So mm-hmm. go buy your own ingredients and brew your own beer. Go to B-E-R-M-K-R today or go to our Instagram. In the bio, you see a link tree link right to your discounted beer maker page. Go to B-E-R-M-K-R.com. And tonight we're also sponsored by Brewers Hardware. Brewers Hardware. For your small batch or large capacity needs, go to or Brewers Hardware. For tri-clamps for days or any of your your fork steps. (laughs) We can do those too. I'm sure they got something like that. But uh, Bruce Hardware, great sponsor, longtime sponsor. So go to BruceHardware.com for yours today. Folks, what we have for you today is one hell of a show. Beaming in live from their homes (laughs) in the New Jersey area. We have our buddies, our pals, uh, Matt and John here from Coastal Brewers. What's up, guys? What's going on? Thanks a lot for joining the show. Uh, You guys look comfortable in, uh, you know, your coastal attire, but as well as in your nice warm homes. We have a nice studio And they don't have to drive anywhere. They don't have to drive home. That's the best part. Yeah, you know what? That's a recipe for just getting hammered. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, what else? (laughs) I mean, is there any other excuse you would need? Well, I mean, there's a lot Let's of reasons. See, you woke up in one. the morning. Uh, there's, hey, there's many. There's this many. Is, yeah. You're in the home. You got yeah. beer. You brew beer. You brew beer. Yeah. You have a brewery. Mm, you have a brewery. I don't drink it. I mean, I don't see an excuse why you shouldn't be getting happy. This habit. is true. Yeah, it is true. Guys, right. thanks a lot for joining us. Really yeah. appreciate it. Anytime. Oh. I think I had a little too much Ripple here. tonight because I'm I'm just cranking <laughs> it. I should have <laughs> took some Alpha Brain or something, too, <laughs> just to make sure I don't. Bro, s- what? Is everybody on it? Well, there's there's new ones like that. Now. I have so many buddies that are on Alpha Brain. Uh, apparently, it's very good. I guess it's because we're all getting old and we forget shit. And... You know what it is? Is I'm very good. You know, being a teacher, I'm very good at talking about things I know very very well. That's repetitive over the years, so I don't even think. I just go when I actually have to think to talk. Is when I start like my mind ra- races faster than my mouth, as I just showed. Uh, there you go. And I can't get the words out fast enough. Mm-hmm. So maybe I need to work on just my vocal muscles or my mouth muscles somehow, <laughs> some way. You want to help me with that, Steve? <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Hey. <laughs> I see. There you go, yeah. <laughs> guys. Thanks a lot for joining us. Really appreciate it. So we Absolutely. met you guys. Uh, down at AC Beer Fest, uh, let's uh, we'll say two years ago, right? Because we didn't yeah. attend last yeah. year, so two 20, summers ago. Two summers ago, yeah, the uh, June of twenty twenty-two. Yeah, yeah, and we uh, we were blown away because here you are. We had a quick conversation, and we'll, we'll hear more about it in just a moment. But we uh, we heard that you guys were just kind of a startup, and Steve and I and Pete all looked at each other when we started tasting the IPAs you guys were brewing, and we went, "Well, ho- holy shit! Like they have something here." I hope they know what they have because <laughs> that was some delicious, delicious beer. And I just kept going back and a little bit more. Can I have some more, sir? Please, sir. Please, sir. May I have some more? Um, let, let's, let's talk about how this all came about. Give us a little uh, a history lesson in the uh, Coastal Brew Works uh, uh, manual. Uh, well, gee, uh, it goes back probably almost three years ago now. Well, I mean, it goes back further than that, but just specifically Coastal. It goes back about... Uh, probably February, I guess, 2021, um, Matt was over my house. We were sitting on the deck, having a cigar and, you know, about 30 or 40 beers. 
Because <laughs> what else were we doing? Oh, in so it was a light night. 2021. It was a light. It was a typical Tuesday afternoon. Right now, <laughs> uh, I, I think just about everything was barrel aged too. But yeah, exactly. nice. Some some barley wines just for the boys. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, and I had um, I go back and forth. I've I've been in the business about 17 years. Matt's been in it a long time too. Uh, now, what did you guys do before? What were you guys up to? Like, give us a little uh, breakdown on that, because I'm sure people want to know. Like, where where the roots of these guys come from? So we know that their beer has some history behind it. Sure. Uh, well, I started. I like I said about 17 years ago. I've been general sales manager for a few breweries um, in the tri-state area, and I also um, had a little um sales and marketing firm that represented small breweries that didn't have a sales force out for a little bit but um so like i said i've been doing this right up until you know the pandemic shut down the brewery that i was working for hmm. um and uh we uh we never went back the sales force never went back i should oh. say but um they they're, they're thriving they're fine they're um but in any event uh we were sitting there and um matt had uh i can speak more on that in a minute just to give you the background on coastal uh we were we were just BSing about you know some opportunities that matt had uh, talked to a couple people and i had been back and forth with a few people and i said screw it let's just do this this is we just uh, enough already let's just do our own thing let's just start this and get it going and that was this february will be three years ago now wow uh that was that was that and it's a long, slow process. Yeah. And, <laughs> and we're, wow. still, we're still going. Listen, oh, yeah, uh, I mean, good, yeah. good things always take a while to really get sure. right. So, yeah. you know, like I said, when we were talking, when I did the open there, it, it was the beer kind of spoke for itself. So now you just got to get the other things in place. Matt, wh- where did you uh, start up? So, so basically, I was a marine biologist for 14 years. What? Um, I basically we have another biologist on this show. I, mm-hmm. I ran around the planet in a bathing suit, jumping in the water with sharks. That's, that's basically what I did. Um, <laughs> yeah, shark biology, ray biology. I was not. I was not a marine biologist. Have, <laughs> have you ever gotten molested by a dolphin? Yeah. Has there even been and, any dolphin and, encounters? Uh, then I I started doing a lot of underwater photography. I don't know if you can see, but the those are two tiger shark pics yeah. somewhere behind me. Those on the wall. I took those. Um, yeah, and and then I somehow I came back. I was living part of the year in Florida and part of the year in Africa, and I ended up finishing the contract like, like most people yes yeah, yeah. your average I, I joke came back to uh i came back to new jersey just to see family and hang out for a little bit and i ended up having a buddy who um ran a photo studio and basically asked me to come in and do commercial photography for him and i was like i take pictures of sharks underwater not mm. handbags and he goes you can take a picture of a shark swimming at you underwater you can take a picture of a handbag sitting on the table what if you stuck the handbag underwater and have it swimming at you? Yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to do that. So. <laughs> yeah. I haven't done it yet, but but um, you know, then then I I kind of went in and he said that was great. Can you come in tomorrow? And that turned into a couple of years of can you come in tomorrow? And then uh, I ended up running my own photo studio for a few years. And meanwhile, the, where the photo studio was was right down the street from Cypress Brewing, which is in Edison. Um, Love us some Cypress. Yeah. So I had known Charlie and Jay, two of the owners of Cypress, um, previously because they uh, both had worked at a place called JJ Biddings in Woodbridge, which was a brew pub, where the homebrew club that I was in met. Was it uh, New Jersey homebrew club? Obviously, right? It's right. called yes. It's called the Whale. So the Woodbridge Homebrew Ale and Lager Enthusiast Society. Wow! It's one of the two oldest homebrew clubs in the in the state. Hmm. Um, 
I ended up being the president of that club for about three years. Um, I ended up talking to Charlie about a holiday beer and he asked me if I had a recipe for it. And I said, of course, I have a whole notebook of all my stuff. And, and uh, basically he asked, he called me the next day and he's like, uh, Hey, can you, can we make that beer here? Like, do you want to come in and make a beer with us? And then it turned into, you know, I don't know how many beers we ended up making together there, but I, and then I started kind of part-time brewing there and, I've done recipes that that have been brewed, I think, at nine different breweries now in the state. Um, That's about right. Just kind of collabs between myself or, or you know, when I was still a home brewer, it's all the way up to now the professional side. Very, um, very cool. And, yeah, I mean, it, it's – I because of the science background, like, you know, the technical side of brewing is very easy to me because it's just organic chemistry experiment. It's like right. when I used to do some lab work or something. And uh, I've always loved beer. I've always loved – food so i have a little bit of the culinary i guess you know aspect to it um i remember when i i originally went to ruckers right in new brunswick which you know you are new jersey homegrown huh yep yep mm-hmm. and uh and basically i used to go to one bar and and it was a little irish place called mccormick's and we they had guinness and they had pictures of uh victory's hop devil ah. and i used to get pictures of I, me and a couple of buddies got pictures of the two and we'd make what we call black and devils which is basically like a black IPA before black IPA was a thing. Hmm. I'm talking like 99, 2000. Hmm. Um, Thoughts. So, yeah, I mean, it's like I was blending beer like shortly after I really started. That sounds like an idea. So, I need, I need to know. get myself trying that. Try a little Guinness, uh, something like a nice dry IPA, see what happens. It's quite yeah. nice, actually, yeah. <laughs> something <laughs> West Coasty with a lot of pine works. Yeah. If it's too citrusy, sometimes it's a little not balanced, but. Yeah, you got to do it with something that's a little more piney and more West Coast. Yeah, so that that roastiness of the Guinness comes out. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, again, Guinness Guinness is just a light beer with a little bit of roasted barley in it, though. So Guinness is a really, really light beer. So it actually works well for blending and things like that. So, Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, when we we went to think of a name, uh, I was like, well, I want to include, like, kind of the – something oceany or or you know something that yeah, I, I wonder why yeah draw from my <laughs> draw from my background for and we came up with coastal and that was pretty much it from it's from was, taking pictures of handbags in the water right that's, right that's what it was exactly it was coastal and, handbags and, yes. and co yeah. <laughs> funny little story actually it was originally coastal we we were going back and forth between coastal brewing and coastal brew works coastal brewing coastal brew works right okay. back and forth um and we we it was literally 50 50 we just couldn't make up our minds finally we we kind of, Postal Brewing kind of edged out slightly. So we're like, all right, let's just run with it. So right before we actually incorporated and filed the business paperwork and the name and everything else, we're like, let's let's just secure the domain name, right? So we went on and Coastal Brewing was taken by a guy in Iceland who never opened the brewery, but he squatted on the domain name for like 12 years. Waiting Bastard. for someone to buy him out. Smart Waiting for man. somebody to help him out, buy him in, uh, open the brewery, buy the domain name, whatever. So we were like, you know what? Let's go to Coastal Brewworks. <laughs> <laughs> I like Brewworks better personally. I like it better anyway. I mean, I do too now, obviously. But a little more distinctive. But, do, hmm. do people like uh, like – differentiate brewery versus brew works or even works with a w-e-r-k-s like does that mean anything in re- the grand scheme of what a business is for breweries i think so no, um, just, uh, just a matter of preference you I guess, know what then, right? yeah it's i mean for the longest time i mean long ireland mm-hmm. is beer company yeah 
Um, and that, yeah, yeah, that's another I mean, thing. I've like seen beer company, I've seen beer works, I've seen brew works. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. there's a lot of there's a lot of places that are brewery, not even brewing, just like yeah, you know, yep. um, what you know, something something brewery, not right. even brewery com- brewing company, just brewing brewery. Um, our uh, our buddies up in Asbury Park over here, Wild Air, they're beer works, and it's one name, it's one word, beer works. Hmm. So beer works. I have seen beer works as well. And is it yeah. is it W O or is it W E? No, it's it's W O. Yeah, it's B R B E E R W O R K S. That's there's now one what word. is what is the with the works W E R K S? What is that just a yeah, play on the name? Yeah, that would be that just... would be more if you were doing German styles. Okay, that's more of a German spelling spelling of, of it. Yeah, All right. I mean technically it'd be Brow Works, right? W E R K S. Yeah, I never even thought about it. When you bring it up, I'm like, you know what? I've seen a bunch of you know, let's say annotations of what brewery brewing all that stuff and i never really made an association with anything i guess yeah, it's a little bit of everything well, like what they were saying yeah the, that guy squatting yeah, yeah it made it easy for them what to <laughs> what to become yeah it makes sense i mean sometimes <laughs> they had the idea and eh, which one is it gonna be bunch of people yeah. checking in on instagram what's up uh broccolock that's cool brewing uh brothers cascadia a uh, take two is checking in uh, seconds and beers hanging out. So guys, ch- thanks a lot. It's, it's moving fast. There's some people before that too. I got to check it out. Um, but we are live on Instagram now as well. So guys, uh, at Coastal, um, when you guys first, you, you know, you allocated the name, you're ready to go. What's that first beer that you guys decided to brew together? It was the, well, you had that taken. I was going to say the same thing, but I know you're going to, yeah. It would be this guy. Building sandcastles. Ah. That one right there. I got them backwards, so that one right there. <laughs> now, obviously, you guys did that at, at like a homebrew level, where you just did like a you know a small batch just to try it out. Um, I mean, I've I've done a bunch of IPAs on the homebrew level, and okay. honestly, I didn't do that like specific specific recipe, but I did something pretty similar. So I, mm-hmm. I kind of knew where it was going to end up, and I just I put the re- well again too is that we're doing we were we were. You know, contract brewing at um, Bolero Snort. Yes, so we got to talk about that for all sure. All of a sudden, it's uh, thirty barrels. So yeah, so the, the, fir- the first, the first, the first, the first batch of that specific beer with that specific hop profile was thirty yeah. barrels. Yeah, well, you start small. You <laughs> yeah. know, you got to yeah. test it out, see how it works. And I, I'd used uh, Moteca, Moteca, however you pronounce it. My my New Zealish is terrible, but um, <laughs> you've been around the world. Snort. How do you not know? But I, I hadn't yeah, actually yeah. used um, Sabro in a beer yet. I love the flavor. I love the hop. Mm. I've had a lot of beers with it, but I wanted to use it. So yeah, I just kind of we kind of like dove into the deep end. I mean, I know how you I, from from tasting the hops, and I kind of know how aggressive they are. So I just came up with a ratio of three to two. You know, Motueka to mm. Sabro because I knew the Sabro was going to have a little bit bigger bite to it um so to try to get it balanced between the two elements i went three to two and and you know we put a lot of oats in it just really oats. soft and it, it it all worked out like this the softness of those two have you ever steve have you ever brewed with uh motueka yes motueka yes yeah yeah uh, some of the um collabs i've done yeah We've, like uh, more recently, you didn't. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Not not when, not uh, some of the staples. Big, like big lime nose, big lime flavors. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it goes so well with the with the sabro with the coconut and the sabro. Mm. You know, we put the lime and the coconut with that beer. So, <laughs> so when when did that first beer actually come out? Twenty twenty one. No, May of about no, a month came, before you. It came out it. about 
a week and a half before AC. Two, yeah, two two weeks, two three two three three two weeks. weeks before, yeah, right. two weeks maybe before beer. Fest? We did we did a couple of launch parties two yeah. weeks before, so wow. it's about three three and a half weeks before you had it was it was uh, it was just released. So cool. you let time. off with those bangers. Yep, yep. that's bananas. Good. And so I we mean, had I'm, that. We had uh, sandcastles, and we had this one, which is Trojan Seahorse. Yes, that's mm-hmm. our. That's our eight and a half percent um, double IPA. Yes, sir. That's, that's the one I was going back for every single oats time. And Citra Mosaic Galaxy. So, you know, don't reinvent the wheel, but just make a really damn good. Now, wheel. was that was that also done at Bolero? Yes. So Bolero, man, they. I mean, that new. Was it at the new facility? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, dude. They... We've known those guys. We've known those guys since before Bolero was a, a brewery, and not even not even the actual facility they have now. Before they, like for years before they were even making contract brewing beer back mm. in 2013. We, I've oh, known Bob since for about. I, 13, I made years some ago. of their stouts when I worked at Cypress, so wow. we brewed their beer. So it was kind of a very nice full circle moment. Yeah, we I were like, uh, if I, actually. If I want someone to make our beer, it's got to be Bob. Scott mm-hmm. reached out to us uh, for their grand opening um, mm-hmm. when they opened up the new facility to come to a show that weekend, mm-hmm. and I'm like, dude, you're gonna be yeah, and you know a podcast usually needs a little bit of quiet. I mean, <laughs> relatively speaking, we've done live shows where it's loud, yeah. but you know, AC Beer Fest is relatively loud. But this is indoors, inside, yeah. uh, and the pictures that we saw, we had a couple of friends that did end up going over. It was just a madhouse. People mm-hmm. love that brewery, um, and and they're great. Um, let's say New Jerseyans that help out fellow New Jerseyans. I mean, that's yeah. what it seems like that they are. Uh, Team players in the community. So, what impact does their brewery have on you guys? You know, even outside of the um, the contract that well, the relationship I will, you guys have. I will bust their balls a little bit because <laughs> we showed up for the very first brew day of Sandcastles and I walked about three feet into the brewery and almost tripped over an entire pallet of Skittles. And yep, I was like, course. I am definitely at the. I'm definitely at Bolero. Bolero. Right? Yep. There's no mistaking it. I took, I took a pick. I took You're a picture of the pa- I took a picture of the palette and I put it up on one of the Facebook groups. I said, "At first, I forgot where I was. Then I saw this, and then you had but, to uh, dive over the fruity pebbles right after yeah. that." Yeah, you know they have they have a lot of cereal and dessert cakes and candy and all kinds of good stuff. Uh, it is. It's, it's like a uh, it's like an alcoholic sweet shop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Fantastic. you know, they 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 go a little bit into the Willy Wonka, you know. Uh, level of uh, craziness, but that's yeah, really that's, set that's, them that's, off, though. I mean, that's yeah. like that fruity pebble beer. I would say at the time went viral because people were like, "What are they doing over there?" The yeah. can art, the the beer, the IPA level, the sweetness, everything was balanced. And, you know, people were seeking it out, trading it online. It was crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you, do you guys? Uh, you know, you're talking about these contracts initially. You guys have contracted in other places as well, correct? You've gone out mm-hmm. to do collaborations. Let's give a, give us a little bit mm-hmm. of a background on Cyprus. Yeah, as as we go along here, uh, obviously you've talked about Cyprus. Uh, we've had Cyprus on as yeah. well. Uh, sure. Love those guys. Been to the brewery a few times ourselves because it's one of the closest ones in New Jersey to us in New York. Yeah, right yeah, over well, the uh, Charlie's a good buddy of mine, and and uh, Charlie Charlie could be an interesting uh, person to have on. <laughs> He's very opinionated. I think he, uh, call, I think no, he called in. No, he's not. He called into one of our studio shows, but we had him on at AC Beer Fest the first year when we were in, inside. And then we actually did like a live stand-up with, I don't think it was Charlie, but somebody um, when we were at the 2021 
uh, one. We were walking around with the thing, same thing we saw at Kelsey Grammer. Um, we did a bunch of base. no, we did live standups with people in Cyprus. We had to stop by, even though we had them on a few times, just you know, catch up, see what's going on, what's new. Uh, those guys. So, what kind of relationship did you guys start with them? Well, with Cyprus. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Go ahead, yeah. I mean, it, it's one of those things where. Bolero, we brew 30 barrels, and, and that's it's a lot of beer when you're not moving beer over a, a tasting room bar, too. Yeah. So we wanted to see about looking about maybe doing a couple smaller batches of stuff like the Hefeweizen this year mm. and things like that. So I, you know, I immediately thought of Charlie. Obviously, I'm pretty familiar with the place and the equipment there. A little so, bit. A little bit. And also, I hate to say, from the, the really nerdy style is... Um, the water profile at Cypress is a little bit better for that particular style of beer, huh. a little hmm. softer. So that was specifically that. Big you know, I'm yeah. not just like I'm not just like where you know I'll go do this over there, but I, it was like their water profile works for what I want to do. do they, Interesting. Do they get? Is it is it well? Is it from where? Oh, where it's it? just it's municipal it's water. It's city water, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Edison area gets some of the best. It's it's a it's an underground aquifer. You know that supplies a certain part of New Jersey, but it's one of the best water sources in the hmm. East Coast. Now, I mean, obviously, we've talked to a lot of breweries over the years, and you know, you can always uh, you know get that water analyzed and create some sort of chemical makeup that can fix it. Is that something you'd be willing to do once you get in your space to yeah, make I mean, a beer like and, this kind of seem you know, consistent? Speaking of, of Bolero, you know, Bob's very good. He gets a new water report every couple months, like hmm. two to three months, and so every time we went to brew a beer, I would look over the water profile i would figure out what i wanted and then we would go in and do the calculations of what salts to add and things like that um there's a certain a few little things that you you can't adjust too much um just the nature of the beast so it you know it depends on what salts you're trying to, to do but um you know again the reason bavaria makes a lot of lagers and a lot of these soft hefeweizen wheat style you know beers is because they have traditionally super soft water. Um, you like that so. sound? Like sorry, it sounded like outdoors, like crickets and stuff. Yeah. No, it was the uh, the camera's audio. Good thing we didn't make any noise in here. Okay, <laughs> it's all right. I but, accidentally um, turned on the camera audio when uh, I took know, the so, shot. So it's and... you know soft water is just a complete absence of of any you know of very minimal salts. Yeah. So there's there's it's that's once once something has salts in it, you can modify the balance of them, but you can't really remove a lot yep. of the salt you know what i mean so it's for yeah, for certain tough. styles you really need to start with soft water to begin with otherwise you need a base a good base yeah to build it's, what, like, you know, what, it's like anything building a house you gotta have a good foundation sure. so, comparative okay. to them on uh, and us on long island what are we looking at here we actually it's funny long island water actually <clears throat> apart from the city yeah who gets um, it from upstate it's our water is pretty good here yeah i mean that a good majority of the breweries here don't really have to treat it too much, besides filtering it. Right. Um, but yeah, water here is is, and again, speaking of, you know, you really don't want that real hard water. Mm -hmm. You know, you want a, a softer profile water, and yeah, it, it's. I do have to say, Long Island has a city a little different ball game. Uh, for people on Instagram, they're checking in. Dom Vino, uh, this is Coastal Brew Works from uh, Monmouth County, New Jersey, setting up in Monmouth County. What would you guys say for right now? It's uh, uh, what 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 city was on the the brew can? I looked at it before. 
that we can give an actual thing. But uh, the, 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 the well, city on the can thing. is going to be Cyprus on that can. Right. Yeah. Right. No, because but that's where the, the where the beer gets brewed. It goes on. The, the, so I mean, we, we can we can we can go ahead and tell you. We can tell you where it's going. We're going to be in Eatontown. 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 Okay. Eatontown. So, in Eatontown. Exit 105 off the Parkway, and and without any traffic, about not even 10 minutes from Exit 105. Mm. So maybe like seven, eight minutes from Exit 105. So on a normal summer day, about 45 minutes from Exit 105. <laughs> about an hour and a half by helicopter, <laughs> <laughs> three and a half by uh, tricycle. But, uh, we're we're going to Yeah, be it's only, only a few miles from the exit. Only yeah, that's miles. nice. We'll, we'll be about six minutes, roughly six, seven minutes south of uh, Bird's Mouth. Okay. Which is a blogger-only brewery. I don't know if you know Andy and those guys. No, I've heard of the brewery. I've not uh, established uh, it. They're doing a great job, and they're they're in Fort Monmouth, where um, Netflix bought like most of it, and they're going to be setting up all their studios. Really, so that's, that's six or seven minutes away from us as well. And obviously, if anyone goes in there and wants an IPA, Andy Arako is probably going to tell them to jump in a car and drive six minutes to us. So there's, that's nice. Now, uh, right now. You, I mean, you guys are contracting. Obviously, the brewery's not open yet. Yeah. Where can it? Where can like anybody get your beer? Where is like the best place? But for the most part, dra- draft is uh, is rotating in most of the bigger uh, bigger uh, you know bars around uh, all over the state, really. Um, okay. Bur- Burton County, State County, um, Morris, obviously um, Monmouth, Ocean, Middlesex, and even down in Camden and Mercer. Uh, pretty much all over the state, Atlantic City. You're gonna, you're gonna. John, what uh, have we had it? We've been in what, like 270? No, but now we're over 300 now. Over wow. 300 locations we've been. That that's and that's then, a good reach. And uh, can wise, uh, uh, packaged goods. Um, you you, you want to check most of the uh, more of the bigger stores. You want to look at you know the total wines, sure. Spirits Unlimited, Bottle Kings, um, Shop Rights, um, Sue Leonard's. You know, uh, 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 stuff like that. Cool. And, um, and again, that's that's the the goal or of the exercises of of contract brewing. We're not in contract brewing to try to make money. We're this we're is really a business of advertising. Yeah, yeah. this is a, this is a, the contract brewing isn't a business model. It's not a business model. It was just to, it was mainly to do the uh, the marketing, get the brand awareness, get the brand sure. out there, let people know about it, get people excited for the brewery, so that when we do open the doors, you know, we're, we're not starting from day one. We're uh, from scratch at day one. Yeah, hopefully um, people have had a beer or two of ours and. Said, hey, we like that beer. Let's let's go check these guys. So yeah, people you... following us on socials and everything else. Well, that's big. And excited I, for it. I yeah. definitely want to talk about that, but I want to know how you settled in that town. What was what was the the draw to your your new location? <laughs> well, uh, a, a few things actually. Originally, we were going to be in another town, which we'll leave alone. But uh, a couple things happened. <laughs> we had to build. We had a building. Wait, wait, uh, before wait, wait, before we get into that, because uh, I gotta find out. Without mentioning the town or right. the potential politics that go into it, what was the right. deal with the town? What happened? It's it's a very difficult town to not work with, uh, just to get things running, get things okay. moving. They, it, and when you, when you do, it's it's great, right? But um, <laughs> well, there's uh, there's, and, there's a brewery that's been trying to open in that town for going on three to four years now, really? or almost five years at this point. Yeah, yeah they've been really they're still not open. Yeah. So, and what what's what's stopping them? Are they just people not? You know, Who knows? Them- it's not it's not really been advertised even in our circles mm-hmm. what's going on. So they're keeping it tight lipped. So yeah. whatever is what it yeah, is. Yeah, they don't want to um, spoil it. They waited this long. Yeah. They don't want to screw that up. Right, right, right. So <laughs> but we did have a building in that town and okay. it fell through. So we were continuing to look at a couple of locations in that town. And then 
Um, we just mentioned Bird's Mouth in, in Fort Monmouth, yep. uh, Andy and Rocco. Um, we had been up there right after they opened, sitting with them, having a couple beers, you know, shooting the uh, shooting the old uh, BS. And um, uh, they mentioned that right as they were signing, inking the deal in Fort Monmouth, which Fort Monmouth is the old army base, right? In Fort Monmouth. Oh, and right. It, yeah. It's, it's comprised in two towns, right? There's part, part of it. Right, uh, part of it's an ocean town, ocean port, and part of it's an Eaton town. Mm-hmm. Um, the part that they're in is an ocean port, right? So Eaton and Fort Monmouth is its own thing anyway, but, um, excuse me, Eaton town, um, was actually making a push, uh, to get them to come into their town. They wanted a brewery. They desperately really wanted a brewery in town. Have you heard of Coastal Brew Works? (laughs) So, so they gave us the information. We got in touch with them. We went and had a couple meetings with them and they're like, yes, yes, yes. Come, come, please open arms. So. That's how we landed in England. That's always good to have to know that you're oh. wanted rather than yeah, fighting I mean, your way in. You're not going to get a free lunch, but there are things <laughs> that can take months or that can take weeks. And it's like we want it to take weeks. Right. You know what I mean? And it's it's at least when we have a phone number to call and say, hey, guys, this we put this paperwork in and, and you know, we haven't heard anything. What's going on? And maybe someone is like, oh, crap, let, let's get that sorted for you. Well, you um, want to work with somebody that wants to work with you. You don't sure. want to work with somebody that is, is hesitant to work with you or or just doesn't really care to be working with you. Or you is know? just annoyed that another brewery is trying and to they open have up. To, right. Exactly. Like, oh, whatever. Yeah, we'll get to you when we get to you. At Dom Vino on uh, Instagram checking in. He goes, landlords, always got to be the landlord. <laughs> uh, New Jersey Beer's checking in saying, what's up? Uh Lolata, a lot of A's at the end of that one. NG uh, Manaolis is checking in. There's a bunch of people uh, chiming in here saying hello on Instagram. And, you know, I one of the things that we've always encountered from New Jersey breweries is the um, the the hurdles that New Jersey, uh, you know, I guess laws or bylaws kind of make yeah. breweries go through. What, what are some of the, the hardest challenges? Or, or still handcuff them. Right. Well, we'll get, I'm sure that's... Yeah, I'm I mean, trying to set is, it up for them like a T-ball. This is a particularly yeah. strange you know, year because we, you know, they suspended all the, the strange you know, overreaching uh, you know, edicts that they put down that the breweries had to follow. When did they do that? And so what happened was, is I don't know, this was, this was before COVID. Yeah. You know, the bar and restaurant lobby is very strong in New Jersey. And yes. They, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. They have the ear of the government a bit. And basically, they, they came up with all these very arbitrary, you know, edicts that we had to follow. Well, um, let me you know, let you me only just... have a TV that's, I don't know, I think it was 55 inches you know, wide. And you can only show this stuff on it. And, you know, you're only allowed 25 events a year, which yep. was like if someone's sitting in the corner with an acoustic guitar, that's an event. Yep. yep. You know all this, all this Yoga. kind of stuff. And it's, you know, Yoga's in my it. mind, it's an overreach. It's, it's. Listen, you can tell me how to produce alcohol, how to package alcohol, and how to sell alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, you should not be telling me how to do entertainment in my place of business. Right. You know, we and, signed uh, that that petition. Uh, you, know, you know, a couple of times when, when that came around and did the right. yeah. we promoted that out to our listenership to try to just get on that ballot. But I mean, how many people probably signed that? Hundreds, thousands. No, and yet are... full on deaf ears. No one seemed yeah. to. Well, it, didn't fall on, it didn't fall on deaf ears. The, uh, the, the, the legislature actually passed unanimously everything. Um, well, both houses in, of New Jersey. Both houses, is this post COVID? 
No, it, this is just last year. This past June. I guess COVID kind of paused everything because we, we were under the impression, like 2019 this, when we were signing all that stuff, we were like, this has right. got to change. This has got to be fixed. And then, well, then we didn't what, hear anything. What got instituted last year in 2022 was mm. the was the, uh, was the the um, the bills that got the, uh, well, the directors right the, that they wanted to put through. The, to go through the timeline, COVID mm. hit, so the, the edicts were suspended. Okay, right. But then what happened was is so the brewery licenses are renewed every I, I think July second, July first every year, yeah. July first, yeah, July, um, Ju- July first to June thirtieth every so, year. So so basically, last year, so in twenty twenty two, as everyone got their you know letter in the mail from the state, here's your brewery license, and then there was a, a letter attached to it said, oh by the way, we're going to start enforcing all these rules oh. that we talked about three years ago. Which there was supposed to be an inquiry. There was supposed to be a public debate. Yes, there was supposed to be a process that never happened. So all the breweries were like, "What the hell is this?" And they all complained and yada yada yada. So so they suspended it while they were going to invest it. You know, we, we and then you know Murphy. We talked to Murphy and he said, "I'll suspend it for the year, so you guys can do whatever you want while we work on legislation." And he goes, "You need to go to you know, you need to do this. You need to propose this bill here. You need to do this." So we we got you know senators and representatives in the state. Mm-hmm. We got bills, uh, you know, uh, proposed. We got them written. We got them accepted in committee. We got them brought to the two houses. Everything was accepted unanimously. Hmm. Not then, one, not one no vote, not one abstention. Yeah. Unanimous yeah. votes. Broke. And it uh, makes you so wonder then, why this took so long. So the bill goes to Murphy's desk, and he has just let it sit there since he hasn't signed it since, since June thirtieth. I knew it. Yep. July first. I knew it. And I, I understand that he wants to do this big overarching you know, liquor license reform thing, but he's the one who told us how to do it this way. Do it. They say he, he said do it that way, and it'll get done. We did it you that know, way, and, and it's still and not done. So you know, rightly so, we are all pretty pissed. And and the other thing is that, so then the suspension of all those weird rules ends December 31st. So January 1st, unless he extends the suspension, mm. who the hell knows what's going to happen. So that's, that's also the world that we're bringing a brewery into. So, like, so this wonderful knows. man has this bill sitting on his desk, basically. Yep. And, and he's and... just going to not sign it and lame duck it, which yeah. really sucks because then if the problem is if he lame ducks it to, to basically get it passed, we have to go through the entire process from step has four. Has to oh. all go through a whole thing again, yeah. and it won't it won't happen at that point. It's too late to have it like retro back to sure. this past July first. Yeah. It would have to start again next July first. So whatever would happen is be back to what it was. Get everything approved again. Hopefully everybody signs it unanimously again, right. and then he'd have to. But then it'd be up to him to sign it again, which he hasn't done yet. So, so you know, there it because he wants. There's a lot of uncertainty there, which is a bit frustrating because it's, you know, I'd like to I'd like to know how many TVs I can or cannot put in my brewery and what size they have to be and all this other BS. You can, we can, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We can have we can have 50 TVs in the brewery <laughs> only under the edicts. Only two of them can be showing TV. But the rest of them <laughs> have to be the rest at the same time. The rest of them have to be menus and social and whatever you know uh that's and, and your untapped is it, is stuff it, on there right now i i don't know if i'm i'm wrong or right because we hear a lot of different so if like say there's like mma on that would be considered an event when it if yes, you, that's an event fucking man yeah live, yeah, yeah live sports is an event and God so so right it. now just, just I, to be uh, clear I, I take that back i take that back no 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 live live 
championships. We can't have championship sports. Okay, like yeah, World Series. Mean, so the, the, the World of Series, uh, the, the ALCS, NLCS, NFL crazy. playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs. Those are a single game is an event. Mm. Not just like World Series. That's seven events. If it goes like seven I said, games, the, right? the, the depth of arbitrary choice of this, these you know <laughs> things were just ridiculous to begin with. So wait, to, to be clear, so all that yeah. though has since been suspended until Jan January 1. 1st. Murphy January. suspended it till the end of the year. So right this now, year. over the last year, pretty much anyone can do what they want. There's no one checking in on it. Yeah, them. and that's why you see tons of New Jersey breweries with live music all the time. And right. things you still like have, that. If, if there's permits that need to be filed for, you still need to file for it. Sure, right. Sure. He's right. not saying it's a free-for-all. Do whatever you want. You still have to do the channels. <laughs> but if they're not going to limit you to the amount of events you can have. They're not going to, you know, if you've reached your 25, you can have 26, 27, 28, Painful. 50, 90. It doesn't matter. But Paint you still have night to in the parking lot at alternate ending. Right, <laughs> Just, you still have. You still have, well, alternate still, endings. Alternate endings doesn't fall under this. They have a full liquor license. Is, they have a full license. Oh right, so they brew pub. Oh. Yeah, that's right. All right, we'll we'll get into wow. that. I forgot about that. But um, you know, like one one of the things that I really don't like is so if you only have twenty five events for an entire year, I mean, you're going to have to plan your whole year out, basically. Right. Sure. And then you're that's, never that's less than coach. one every two weeks. Less than one every yeah. two weeks. And, and for instance, we have we have a good friend, uh, Chuck from Jersey Girl up north, and you know one of one of the, the a kid in his town got you know diagnosed with some kind of rare cancer or something. Okay. And he had a, a fundraiser for right. the kid. That's a that's yeah, an, that's an event. That's an like, event. <clears throat> you know. Well, well, no, ridiculous. but that's what I'm saying is it, you know this this was before all the the event crap. Right. You know now. I have all 25 of my events planned for the year. I can't do anything like that. Yeah. You know, something that would be beneficial and give back to my community that I live in, and it's just off the table. You know, I mean, I think that's pretty crap. The it's you know it's interesting right? because since it's coming so close to the end of the year, yeah, how this is going to all play out, right? I mean, well, what he originally wanted to do, what he originally said was he's holding off on his land ducking it because. Um, he wants he wants global he, he wants global liquor license reform in the state. He wants to uh, and I'm not going to speak to a point of knowledge. I know I've seen I've listened. I've heard I've done it. But go, please go out if you're really interested and listen to the actual what, what, what he's saying he wants. Right. But for, for all intents and purposes, it's you know, he wants to do basically do away with the liquor license or expand the amount of liquor licenses in the town, mm -hmm. um, devalue them by means of giving tax rebates to. Uh, license holders okay. uh, for the for the basic value of the liquor license, which is is all well and good on paper, but let's <laughs> let's just say the liquor license is worth a hundred thousand dollars. We know it's worth more, right? Sure. We know it. Well, it, it may not be worth more. You know, a liquor license is worth. You know, it's a piece of paper, right? So what's it? The value is whatever you want it to be, right? Yeah. However much you can sell it for, that's how much it's worth, right? But um, let's just say it's a hundred thousand dollars. They're going to give a hundred thousand dollars in tax breaks. That's fine. You'll get your hundred thousand dollars back. However, in ten years, that hundred thousand dollar liquor license is going to be worth five hundred thousand dollars. Sure. Where's my other four hundred thousand dollars? And what about the twenty years after that? And the twenty years after that? And my kids and my grandkids and my great grandkids that are making money off of this liquor license. That's that's why this is going to be such a ridiculously difficult, uh, you know, process for him to do it's this. Definitely an uphill. I honestly think that it's. I honestly think that's never going to work. It's definitely an up. It's the uphillest of uphill battles. That's for certain. What uh? Do you guys have a lobby? Do you have something together, a coalition, yeah. someone to to speak directly, uh, like a, sure. a representative that goes? Yeah, we have. I mean, we have the Brewers Guild. So There's the Brewers Guild and the Brewers Association is too. And, and and you know, and that's the thing that also you know upsets me because 
you have all these guys that are good buddies of ours that are other brewery owners. And, you know, they went down to Trenton like 15 or 18 times during Jesus. the course of this whole year. Spe- specifically to present this to you know, all of the They had to present testimony. They, they put a lot of time. And, you know, that's just time that they they did because they believed in it. And, right. you know, it's just it's spitting in their face it, it, by not signing that. It's just it is completely spitting in their face and giving them the finger. What you do know? you think the 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 end result here is in Jan 1? Like if you had to guess, what do you think is going to happen? I don't know. I think he'll extend it. I do. I'm just guessing. Yeah. I could be wrong. He for another say, year, oh, or you think six months? Like, what do well, you? Well, he would he would extend it for six months and see what happens by Ju- by June thirtieth. Yeah, you know, that would be my guess. I don't know. Uh, obviously, uh, I have no knowledge of it, and I have not spoken to anybody that has knowledge of it and gotten their info. This is literally just my opinion. I think he will extend it though, because he's actually come out and said that he wants to help the breweries. Right? Obviously, helping the breweries would be sign the damn bill. That right. that'd be helping the breweries. Sign it. <laughs> You know, thank you. you know, the, the, the interesting thing to me is that you know if you have a vineyard or you have a cidery or something and like you know you can have bands you can you can do and i'm like they do the exact same thing it's just they have a different sugar source right like don't like what it why are we the ones that are like you know cause it like what i have what I, I have my opinions but i'll keep them to myself yeah a couple but, people checking on instagram kid uh kid squids checking in yeah. uh brew grenades I, uh, the beer dad, and then Dom Vino says uh, they know the hurdle that uh, that they put in place. They want you to pay to play, and that sounds a lot like someone knows the uh, the hurdles that need to be gotten through for so, a brewery like, like New Jersey. Lost this is Farmer. New Jersey. I mean, you know. Yeah. Um, and then I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it, we're we're not New Jersey, but it's there's still same same things going on here. Lithology's so, checking in. Twen- Twainax is checking in. Um, but, yeah. I mean, there's always going to be something. It's just it's obviously something. New Jersey puts but, the biggest opt- obstacle right, I've but ever like heard of. Right, but like in New York, of. right, you can, have, you can have food. Oh, yeah. You can have unlimited events, Yep. right? Yep. You can have... It seems um, like uh, Hawaii yeah. here. Right, to... right. You can, have, you can have guest taps. Yep. You can have... Um, you, can have uh, you can pour wine and spirits that are brewed and distilled in New York State. Yes. In your brewery, you can also be a distillery, mm-hmm. as well as you know our our buddy Jesse Ferguson owns Interbrew mm-hmm. Spirits and Ales. There you go. He makes beer and great spirits. Well, I'll um, tell you. I'll tell you but, something. I'll go to another ridiculous level. So we've been contract brewing. So we have all this contract brewed beer. Okay. We cannot sell a single. I want to get back to that building. I want to get back to when he's done. So yeah. You can't what? The beer was not made in that building. It cannot be sold in that building. That's that's Even that's, though it's that's our brand, it's our beer. So so basically to, when they open up their brewery, if they contract it out, that beer that they, they made can't sell their own they can't sell in their own brewery. Everything that we made at that point that we have in stock still has to be sold in distro. Can you imagine that was here on Long Island? How many con- how many uh, contract breweries we have? Oh, bro. And, and just to handle the the enormity of influx in, in you know in and out. Or, or just packaging, for that matter, because you can't package at your brewery because it's small in size and you can't handle you know that, that capacity. Is, and there's quite a few breweries. You'd on never here. be able to bring it back to your own brewery and sell it. That's that sounds that alone right there is bananas to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, you know, I just want I want the ability to to have a food truck out front. That I mean, I'm not affiliated with the food truck, but. We'll have a schedule and we could have a food truck out front. I, I don't want to open a restaurant. I want to have <laughs> exactly whatever I want on my on in my brewery, and I want to be able to have entertainment whenever I want. That just makes that's sense. It. I mean, that's the way to handle you know? the business. I mean, it works it. for a lot of places in in well, the United States. I mean, and, and again, when you look at it, 
a bar could yeah. have a band every fucking single night. Yep. In Jersey. Yep. And yeah. nothing said. Well, do you think as long as you got that cabaret license? Do you think you that's guys? Also, the comedy of it though is that they said that you know these these edicts were put down so, because uh, breweries have an unfair, a competitive advantage. I was like, what? We can't do anything that the bars can. Do. I can't give you food. I can't advantage. give you wine. I can't give you drinks. I can't. I can't do any. I can give you our beer, and put it put something on the TV or have a band in there. No. Do you How think, is that unfair advantage? Do you think they're trying to? try to figure out the the financial statistics about this like in this time of waiting while you guys are going through this and by you guys i mean like just new jersey in general do you think that the um the restaurant uh labor or uh union or whatever is trying to get like some real statistics down to find out and to then create some sort of plan that would benefit well, them, obviously, and then hopefully whatever is left over, give to you guys. Like, so do you think I'll they're actually you, actively I'll trying to figure little, this out? I'll give you a little insight from one of my buddies who opened who, who opened a restaurant recently. Oh, okay. um, the biggest growing segment in New Jersey in restaurants is BYOB because it really? is so difficult to get a liquor license. There's only um, a certain amount of liquor licenses available in every municipality. Wait, wait, do we do we have a BYOB in New York? Yeah, we have. Um, just I know. One place particular in Mineola yeah. okay. is a BYO a BYOB restaurant. You know, they didn't want to get the liquor license, right. but you can bring your own. They'll put it in ice for you and and that's a you know, separate but if, license. But if you have tech, a, tech, no license. Tech, tech have a brewery right down the road, all the restaurants that are BYOB in that area are gonna benefit. Yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? So in some way it's, it's it's ludicrous because you know, it's the restaurant bar lobby is putting pressure on them and yet I'm like theoretically, we would be helping more places than we'd be hurting. Absolutely, and that's. I'll give, you, I'll give you. I think uh, there's a very small but very vocal minority yeah. who don't do or are not good at running a business, and uh, they're complaining that the breweries are taking their business instead of looking in the mirror and saying, "I'm shit at what." What I do mean. I need to fix? Yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you two quick things. One, really quick, based on what Matt was saying to his point. Um, yeah, the 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 bars and the bars, the bars, yeah, but and, <laughs> and restaurants. Um, that uh, have, have liquor license, whatever that get it, that get craft beer, that have multiple taps, and they're they're um, they cater to local uh, brands and so forth and so on, and have beer in there. They get it. They're not part of that. They yeah. don't care. They they want to work with the breweries because to be honest with you, even if a brewery has food or has a food truck, not food, but has a food truck outside or whatever, people aren't going to go out for dinner to the brewery to eat off the food truck. No, they're still going to go out to dinner. They're going to go to the brewery, have a bunch of beer, and then they're going to go to a restaurant. Yeah. All right, they are. Um, plus, you have a brewery in in the area. It's going. You have multiple breweries in the area. It's going to bring a lot of other people that necessarily wouldn't be coming to that area. Right, and then they got to go eat. So yeah. you're gonna you're gonna th- these places are going to benefit from breweries. But the thing I want to tell you that that is even just makes you makes you scratch your scratch your head is that this is all going on with um uh, with with the state and everything else. There are certain restaurants, and it actually can happen with any restaurant. There are restaurants that don't have liquor licenses. I'm opening a beer because I need a beer. Yeah, I got, I got to open go. beers in a minute, too. <laughs> I need another uh, beer for this one. There are restaurants that don't have liquor licenses. They're BYOBs, and they still and they are BYOBs. You can bring your own uh, wine, beer, so forth and so on. I've never been to one of bring, these. You can bring it, but they have wine for sale. How do they have wine for sale, you ask? 
they partner with wineries mm. and the wineries sell their wine in that restaurant like under a little pop-up. their license. Like oh, a my, that's fucking crazy. That's okay. That's, that's fine. <laughs> Really, quick, it's not I, I, I think we we, we we hit a soft spot. <laughs> no, no, this is this is good stuff. Like Tom Crusher, crazy stuff. In. Dom Vino says uh, BYOB on Long Island is uh, biggest with non-alcoholic beers with symptom-related issues, which helps the breweries. Uh, it's hundred percent accurate. I don't know how to unpack that, but I, it te- seems like te- he's just trying te- to type it in fast. Technically, unless the unless the unless the town has a problem with it or or the actual business. Technically, any business that doesn't have a liquor license is a BYOB. Right. Sure. Okay. Technically, sure. McDonald's is a BYOB. Sure. You. So let me ask you a question there. So that that that's I was I was thinking that exact line. If I were to walk in McDonald's and put a six pack on the table, well, no. <laughs> well, no. Only because the they do not allow any outside food to drink. So that's McDonald's saying no. If, so, but if, if I have right. a private restaurant that would allow it, it's fine. Yeah. Really? You can walk into I, a pizzeria. How go come into, I go, go into a pizzeria and have a, and and that doesn't have a liquor license? Well, it doesn't have the you know like you, uh, most pizzerias like in New York City or whatever. They yeah, got, yeah, they, they they have beer right or whatever. But if you go to a pizzeria, just just a regular you know one with six tables out front or whatever, walk in there with a beer. I doubt they'll say anything. Yep, really. You know? I, yeah, I just didn't think of it that way. I there don't know why. Is, there is a couple of places by probably me. Probably because I'm drunk as I'm walking well, in. And I don't well, that's a different right story, right? <laughs> There's a couple of places by me that one one's a uh, pastoria. Yeah. And, same and they thing. advertise it as BYOB? They, they right up front, BYOB. And yeah. they will, if you bring BYOB a bottle of wine. only beer or wine. Dude. They right. will charge yeah, you yeah, a stocking. You're not, you're not bringing bottles yeah. of scotch in. And pour yeah, it. right, <laughs> right, yeah. You can mix drinks at the table. Put a, put a bottle of Blanton's on the table. Yeah. Hey guys, yeah, I'm walking in with my bottle of Jack. You got a blender know? next to you to make margaritas. Like, screw everyone. Sitting here. I have my shaker. margaritas. <laughs> I'm selling my margaritas to pay for my bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don Vino says it's 100 percent a gray area in New York, so there's yes. no real legislation for or against it at this no. point. So I guess it's up to the... yeah, there's no B, there's no BYOB license, right? right. Exactly. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, but yeah. no one's going to bust your balls, I guess. Whether it be the restaurant people, whether it be law enforcement or something, if you're sitting out on a table somewhere and drinking a beer. I mean, it's not drinking in public if you're on the it's, sidewalk it's at their establishment. It wasn't purchased there. Yeah. yeah. Then it's fine. But you know what? To get away from this because it's... it's I'm it, excited. It, like, I, I'm well, you ramped up with them, man. <laughs> See, but I'm I'm excited about what the brewery's going to be. Yeah. What, well. what, I mean, what, what... Is, oh, that's why we're here. There we go. <laughs> so what, what, what size brewery, like, what is the your square footage of this brewery with tasting room and, and, and what do we have going on? So we haven't come up with the final draft of the plans, but the the entire space is about nine thousand square feet. Wow, I like it. That's good. So it, it's not going to be small. It's a little bigger than yours, right? Just like a couple little feet, tiny, couple little, couple little, feet little, bigger. We're probably. I mean, you can. It's not. This isn't an exact science, right? But you can probably say it's probably one third to two thirds. Sure. sure. To, and uh, what type of system? You know, what size system? Did you, you have it on order on? already? Yeah. We we have basically we have not pressed the button to order it. But I have I've gone all the way up to the manufacturer and had a three hour meeting where we went through a stack of paperwork this big and I went through line by line with every valve and every everything on the system. Actually, I think it was a little bigger. But put your fingers up again. Yeah, <laughs> it was a little, <laughs> a little bit bigger. But, it's a little bit then. Uh, Just a my, minor big there. fingers up, so that's that's a lot bigger. Yeah, uh, that's fair enough. But um, <laughs> so so it's it's uh, we're going with Fraunhofer Design, uh, which is upstate New York. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, we the basically I don't know if you know Common Roots. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. 
his wife, it's her family. So all the equipment in Common Roots is, is Fraunhofer. Are there's the brewery that had burned? Yes. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's right. Well, they had that whole, yeah, everything. Yeah, everything. I remember seeing that. It was pre-COVID, right? And now they have the new the newer brewery, and then they have another building across the road, and they have pipes underneath the road pumping beer across under Get the road. Get the shit out of here. All kinds that's of craziness. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, huge facility, but beautiful. Of they catch me you know, every time I, I with like the, back the home. fact that they're <laughs> only a few hours away. I like the fact that they're bending steel. They're not getting tanks from China. They're actually oh, that's awesome. Yeah, stainless and and uh, you know, and we and we've known Christian for a while. So it's, what uh, what what size? Uh, what, how many barrels? Are you we're actually with? getting two brew houses. Two brew houses. So we're getting a three and a half and a fifteen. Oh, okay, good. I like it. So we're gonna be both flexible to be small yep. and do dumb shit, and we're yeah. gonna be tasting big and pump yeah. out the stuff for a distro without you know having gaps. Cool. Now, you guys obviously, you know, you've been in a lot of breweries. You guys have experience uh, w- with contracting and and been around these guys. What is the 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 m- number one piece of advice that these guys have been giving you as you open up? Don't. That was mine. I know. Every every time somebody came into my brewery, there have been a few don't do it uh, here and there. But uh, you asked. That ship has has left the dock. So, Um, yeah, I mean, it's if you have a solid plan and you have solid beer, I think you'll be fine. That's really where it's at. Um, You know, and then it's, I think, again, we've built a little bit of the brand. Um, yeah, I, I think we make solid beer. Um, but we've had two of them so far, and yeah. we're very happy over here. Yeah, I mean, the, I we're going to get On into Long these. Island. Um, you know, and we we're spoiled. We're in a, uh, a what what did what did I say that everyone st- sticks with? And I'm pretty sure I got it from Pete. But we're an embarrassment of riches here on Long Island with the amount of breweries yeah. that we have, and I feel like New mm-hmm. Jersey's. You know, when we go to AC Beer Fest and we go around. We're also then blown away by what New Jersey breweries can offer. The, there's the a community. lot of good liquid in New Jersey. There's a lot of good liquid on Long Island too. There is, but there's a lot of good liquid. You know, in New and Jersey. and I mean, my my if you want to call it my brewing philosophy is I like keeping things very simple, and I like having very clean flavor. Yeah. I don't you know if I can do something in three malts, I don't won't use four, five, or six malts. Sure. It's mm-hmm. it's you know simplicity in many ways is bliss and. I will tell you right now that you will probably never see a beer with more than four hops in it from my brewery. Really and quick, I'm gonna I'm gonna dump out on uh, Instagram, uh, but really quick, Don Vino says the market is flooded with new equipment, secondhand. Don't overlook the fact that there's a bunch of brewery closures closures mm-hmm. across the nation that people are looking to offload their equipment. Mm-hmm. So something to just think about. Uh, mm-hmm. Solid write-offs, main business, outside brewery, blah blah blah. Uh, but for the most part, he's right. There's there's a lot of yeah. closures that we've been noticing. And, you know, and we, we have yep. been looking at certain things. Uh, you know, even a couple, unfortunately, Instagram. a couple of breweries have gone out of business in New Jersey recently. Um, so we, you know, we've looked at some of the equipment, and you know, it. The problem is we had know what size systems we have or are getting, and like, if some of the equipment works with it, that's great. A lot of it doesn't. So yeah. you know, we. Been looking, and we're not we're not going to replace the brew house or the fermenters we're getting from Fraunhofer with anything. <laughs> right, we can, we yeah. can augment some of that. Or oh, without add yeah. to it I mean, yeah, stuff, sure. You keep your brew house because that's what you want, and you and and yeah. you on paperwork, you know, like you said, I want this valve. I want I need it here. I need to do this. I need to do that. I but, mean, we've we've secured a ten barrel tank from um, a meadery that went out of business. 
Okay. And uh, we're going to basically just use that as a logger tank. Good. Oh, all right. Yeah. So it's, a, it's a short tent. It's a squatty too. So it's yep. not. It's not necessarily a horizontal, but it doesn't have as much yeah. higher. Economy. But I mean, right. you know, so it's like so. We're going to you know brew logger, put it in there. Whenever it's ready, we'll we'll put, take it out, and then we'll put something else in, and that way it's over there in the corner, and it's not affecting our normal. Production schedule. always have loggers just in, always have a logger logger <laughs> had that in yeah. the in the wings i gotta break some news i got some breaking news. i don't i don't think i don't think we have that on our machine here no no that's not gonna work okay breaking news because that broke something uh treehouse there was a filed uh a suit filed against treehouse partners over lavish lifestyles and skirting shareholders Two majority shareholders of the breakout beer star Treehouse uh, paid themselves excessive salaries in excess of $16 million and uh, cheated a minority shareholder out of proceeds, according to a superior court in uh, Hampton. Hampton. Um, this guy that they mentioned, I don't want to mention his name, he's a 2% shareholder and complained that the majority shareholders took all the money. And, uh, you know, having some trouble up in one of the uh, most sought-after craft breweries in America. I know. It makes me not want to get it, right? No, I don't want to hear that because they're supposed to open in Saratoga. Well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, you're going to have a little bit of an issue with walking in there, seeing some some finagling going on. Come on. All right, guys, really quick. So we got a a segment here we call Steve's Three Questions. We have a little sounder here that we're going to do uh, for Steve's Three Questions. And when we come back after the, uh, the, the music here, uh, Steve's going to take it away. So uh, here it is with Steve's three questions. Hey, you cool hip cats. Tonight, we bring you a very special presentation. Three questions with our very own Steve Pominski. Steve's questions. Three questions from Steve Three questions Steve's questions to go There's a lot of ski. All right, so now I see it. Now I want some bourbon. I mean, that just... (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're home. You should probably have some of that somewhere. I got some. I got... There's plenty. There's plenty of bourbon in my house. I got some double oaked right here. There you go. Oh, well, look I'm, at that. Nice. <laughs> nice. Jesus. He's got a whole bar right behind his little studio. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. We need a bar. I think that's one of the things we're lacking here at Governor's there Comedy is Club. one all the way up front. Yeah, I know. We had two. We had two bars there. Well, it'd be well, nice if we just had a little rack here and we just had all this our. Is, this was my my go-to recently is the Whistlepig ah, Small Batch. Oh, nice. nice. As what? you can see, I put a little dent into that one. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. They do it, they do it a bit. Yeah, they'll bump it inside there. Uh, well, so, uh, gentlemen, I have three questions. I'm going to ask one question at a time, and you c- could decide which one you want to answer at first. Very easy, very just, once I ask it, whatever comes right to mind, they're not really, what, really heavy in thought. Yeah, no, it's not something, no, it's not no. a thinker question. But, but, Fair but, enough. but it, they're, they're, I find them very interesting, mm. uh, you know, brewers, how they think. Yeah. Um, cool. so question number one will be, what is that beer, that one beer that turned you on to craft beer that you said, oh, I, I, I got to find more of this. What's going on here? We'll start with you, John. Go ahead. There we go. Oh, geez. Uh, right on the spot out of the gate. 
Uh, look, I've been I've been I've been drinking beer for a couple of years, as you might be able to tell. Yeah, a little my bit. Beer, my beer, but couple um, minutes. couple minutes, uh, hot minute. Uh, I would say the, you know, geez, honestly, probably you know, any you know any German beer. I mean, I didn't. I I love German styles. I love a lot of styles. I mean, I could just sit here and list them all day. It's not like I only love German styles, right? English styles, Belgians, whatever. But. Uh, Probably when I when I got when I came around to, uh, you know, getting to uh, having some German beers, um, be them, you know, Doppels, Dunkels, certainly an old beer mm. um, and and, uh, and and the like and and certainly Hefs. Um, th- that was like, OK, yeah, this is this is, you know, now it's not just going out and grabbing, you know, a, a light lager and, and having, you know, you know, 10 of them a night just to. You know, at a, at a bar when I'm 21, you no, know, that having kind of no, the appetizer. no, no, right. yeah. rouse. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so yeah, so the, I'll, I'll make it global German styles. It wasn't one particular German styles. Once I, once I gravitated towards them and, and got a few, few good ones in front of me, I'm like, yeah, this is, yeah. Cool. Mm. Would be mine. Well, I, I think, I think I did mention it before, but I would probably, I would probably say that it was victory. Hop devil was one of the first. Ah. See, and I was going to ruin your Steve's questions by saying, I know the answer to one of them. Cause I paid attention. <laughs> no, no, but I'll, I'll elaborate a little on that. So yeah. also when, when, when I got to college, I had one of my best friends had two older brothers and we ended up hanging out. Like they, all three of them had it. were like in a band of band of with the three brothers and, and all this stuff. So, so basically I don't know they were already like well into the drinking good beer phase and we just kind of like i kind of went out of the gate drinking good beer like i kind of had a bud light and i was like this is not what i want you got spoiled sir yeah so so i don't know i started on the craft but one of the other beers that i remember is because i after Rutgers, I, I went to an oceanographic institute down in fort lauderdale and i remember the beer that i always jones for when i came home back to new jersey was uh flying fish's belgian double mm. oh okay which I, I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit, I'm sure, in a minute. But um, I'm a huge Belgian beer fan, and and basically, I'm in in a literally lot of, and figuratively. Yeah, I you know in, in, in a lot of home <laughs> circles, I was known as like the Belgian guy because I always just made Belgian beer. But but uh, How, what are but, your thoughts on Ballast Point and all their uh, fish themed beers? Um, I I love some of the labels. I don't love some of the beers, mm. unfortunately. <laughs> There's, so a couple, there's a couple beers I like, but... Um, yeah, the, you know what? Sculpin is classic. Um, a torpedo is way too much of the um, the mango hop. I'm trying to think which one it is, but it, El Dorado. El Dorado. Yeah. Torpedo's, torpedo's, uh, torpedo's um, Sierra, Nevada. Sierra Nevada. Oh, what am I thinking? No, I'm I don't thinking know. Terrapin? Terrapin. Are you thinking of Dorado? Oh, Dorado. Yeah, yeah, Dorado. Yes, Dorado. So, so I absolutely hate to say it, but one of my least favorite beers ever was the Watermelon Dorado. Oh yeah, it's terrible. Because you're taking a really light flavor of watermelon and yep. try to put it in a really heavy beer. Really heavy. Does it, not work, and it's that terrible and it's like, sticky watermelon gum like terrible yeah. flavor, like really artificial and like, it's just it's terrible beer. If it gets on the bar, it becomes yeah. super sticky, and you're yeah. like, "What did I just drink? Is that just sugar water?" Victory at Sea is badass, though. Victory at Sea. Yes. That's, probably, that's probably my favorite ballast point. Is Victory yeah. at Sea? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just you know just keeping with the theme of, of beers, Matt. I, I'm fish rather. <laughs> the, Fishy beers. You know, like Ballast right. Point stands out to me along with Flying Fish, but uh, Flying Dog too, for whatever reason, is one of the old OGs. 
of the Maryland oh area. God, yeah. yeah, I mean, just some of the ones that that stood out to me for fish-related beers. What's your favorite fish-related beer? I'll do a what, like dogfish. Oh, man. Damn it, sixty minutes, son of a bitch! You took it right. Oh. Favorite fish-related beer. So, so it it's a hazy IPA called Relax, and it's got a whale shark on the oh, can. Oh, look at that! Oh, look at that! Who made that? I spent I spent uh, twelve years studying whale sharks, and I went all over the world for it and they are my favorite thing ever and all right did you ever get swallowed my knowledge it's the only beer with a whale shark on the can until i make one (laughs) did 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 you get uh, almost swallowed by one um no but i i was in galapagos and i got tail whipped and i did like a 1080 and almost dropped a camera and luckily I i was on a rebreather so i'm in a double hose and luckily i was smart enough to bite down really hard on the hose Mm. because if that comes out it's not like scuba. The whole unit would have been screwed up. Oh, no. So, yeah. <laughs> you got some, yeah. some underwater had, And the video is great because it's like the whale shark comes by me and then it's like swimming away. And then all of a sudden the video just does this. You know, <laughs> and awesome. it looks ridiculous. So, yeah. Don't don't get kids. Don't, don't get tail whipped by a freaking whale shark. Yeah, you don't, you don't want that. I heard no. they just gum you, though. There's no, like, real, like, hardcore teeth in the whale shark, right? Well, so so the funny thing is, so they have more teeth than going. any other shark. In fact, they're, but they're, their scientific name, their genus, Rinkadon, means rasp tooth. Hmm. So the thing is, their teeth are tiny. So if you think of, like, the tiny little, you know, things, uh, teeth on a file, that's what it's like. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, they'll gum you, and they might, like, you might get, like, a little, like, you know, Abrasion, like, yeah, burn. You get a you raspberry, know, like an Indian burn. It's like an Indian <laughs> burn. They like do an Indian burn. You get a whale shark Indian burn. Oh, that's fantastic. That would be the beer name, whale shark burn. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Oh, I like it. I like where this is going. Yeah, that's fantastic. Guess what? What? It's question what? number two. Oh, it's question number two. Question I did a one point five, by the way. Favorite yeah. favorite fish uh, themed beer. By the way, you had that on ready. Like we didn't even cue that up. He had that. He had that well, in so, his arsenal. Yeah, I have I, well, I have like a, all, all my, sh- I have tons of like beer cans and bottles that have sharks on them. Oh, okay. So you so just like, collect. Th- th- those, those, those are readily available. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, just, I just have our beer cans behind. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, question number two. And uh, well, I'll, we'll go, we'll start with John. Yeah. Um, what, right now, what is your favorite style? To drink, mm-hmm. and what is your favorite style to brew right now? Right now, right, right, this minute. This minute, uh, if you at had nine, to. 9 09 p.m. on Monday, November yes. 20th. Okay. Exactly. Uh, right my, my favorite my favorite style is a beer that I uh, just picked up a case of uh, and will be drinking many of over the next month and a half, and that is Sierra Nevada Celebration. Oh, Celebration. There we go. Hey, we have a Fresh celebration out. fan. I love it. Fresh hop, uh, fresh hop IPA. That's that's my favorite beer to drink this time of year. Although Shit, I got to go out and although, get a celebration tomorrow. Although I will tell you this, uh, a part B, and there, there's plenty of holiday beers and everything else. And on on our podcast tomorrow night is our holiday beer show, so I'll be having a nice. few of those on that. But a couple of celebrations. But yeah, is but, that? Um, let me ask I, you: Is that your your favorite holiday beer? It's my favorite holiday beer. Yeah. Celebration is my favorite holiday beer. That should be another one. Um, what's, what's your favorite holiday beer, Mike? Uh, um, I, so you know the uh, Anchor Steam giant that you can't get anymore. That you can't get anymore. That used yeah. to be my favorite because I used to take me the entire <sighs> night to drink that huge like 
Oh, two liter. You drank it by yourself like yes, a savage. We're, yes, on, I we're on point tonight. <laughs> yes, I there did. it is. Right hey, he's there. got it. Jesus, you guys have everything. I, is and it it's on, unopened? It's unopened. You son. It's unopened. And we're going to Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> John, what's the code to your alarm? <laughs> hey, we got the fire pit and cigars and some burgers. Oh, baby. And we'll be sleeping in bushes. <laughs> I don't mind sleeping in New Jersey. It's nice. Yeah, it's, it's no different in here. Nothing wrong. Yeah, so, again, the four blocks away is the beach. So you yeah. can just oh, see. Hence the reason it's coastal. And we'll be out there with the whale sharks. I'll bring some Even though they're not around right now. <laughs> Love it. Uh um, I was just going to say a uh, uh, part B to that, and it's a it's a style that I'm, I'm lately of late, I, I should say, last year, year before, many years going back. Um, if I have two or three of them during the season, um, it's a lot because they don't release it. Sam Adams, uh, old Fezziwig. Brother, it's an old, it's, I'm it's an old so one. glad you said that. Yes, you've it's mentioned so, this before. It's, it's, you know, they it's, released it's, it on its own this year, right? Yes, they did. The six packs. Yes. By the, by the way, oh, I, by the way, I, I, by the way, I bought a case of that too. You are the man. That <laughs> is. You are going to New Jersey. <laughs> that, no, that no. It's they, they they're selling it all over the United States. No, I know, but yeah. I'm saying glass, they have it. Glass six packs. <laughs> I got. I already got mine. Oh, you got. I already got mine. <laughs> Where'd you uh, get it? Uh, Belmore. Over by me. Yeah, Belmore. Yeah, Belmore. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, normally you could only get them in the variety pack, Christmas yes, variety pack. Yeah, you, you got two. Yeah, and what it pissed me off because I didn't want the other ones. <laughs> I wanted old Fezziwig. You didn't want just the Boston yeah, Lager? If you, want, if you want to give me a 12-pack and give me six old Fezziwigs and six winter lagers, Thank you. that's fine. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. That's fine. Cold snap or whatever the hell I don't, I, don't, I don't want cold snap. I don't want cold snap. <laughs> that's a spring yeah, beer anyway. got it right in the end, right? Yeah. Cold snap. <laughs> yeah, but it's enough. still it's snapping the cold. You're getting rid yeah, of the cold. So whatever. It's a spring beer. All I know is I got Fezziwig, and I'm very Wait, happy. Wow. All right. I got to go what, You know it. what happened? The two, I think it was two years ago. Wegmans. Okay? Oh, yeah. Wegmans. Wegmans will break apart some 12-packs and some six-packs, and they'll put them up in the single beers, and you can make your own six-pack. All Fezziwig. Twice. I took six bottles of old Fezziwig and made my own six-pack. <laughs> Smart man. Man after my own heart. I, lo- I mean, it's been... When I first came out with it, I'm like, oh, my God. This is one of the best winter warmers I've, I've had. Yeah. One of my fits in Old Ale. one of my favorite styles. Old it Dale. was just... Old so good. It was on point. On yeah. point. They do a great job. Mm-hmm. Can't argue uh, Matt, do we get to Matt, question two? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so my probably my favorite style to drink is a Schwarz beer. A, a yes. Black nice. Black um, and, and actually, the next beer I have queued up just happens to be my favorite Schwartz beer, which is from Alt Endings. It's a rye Schwartz beer. Yes, please. And it's fantastic. I actually, actually grabbed one of these to have, too. It's from uh, yeah. um, Triple Crossing down in uh, Richmond. It's a dark Czech lager. Mm. Yeah, Tamabe Pivo's up there, too, but Schwartz beer just edges it out. Yeah. And Love I have to say, my my favorite style to brew by far is a, a, a Belgian double. Um, it's the first, com- the first commercial beer I ever made was a gingerbread spice Belgian double for Christmas. Hmm. Um, oh, that sounds wonderful. We will be doing that beer. Um, it will be. That will be our winter. From the first Christmas season that we have. But, it um, just warms my heart. Yeah, I've, I've done doubles with fruit in it. I've done doubles that are dry hopped. I've done doubles, all kinds of a weird. I've done doubles with mushrooms in it. What kind of mushrooms? Interesting. <laughs> uh, dried chanterelle mushrooms. And um, it came absolutely stupendous. Really? Really? It's a woody, earthy. Yeah, it, just, yeah. it didn't taste like dirt. Though. Yeah, it was no, crazy. For, for me, like. The earthy part, I think, is like a touch of that dirt, but 
I don't mind the dirt taste as long as you have something to counter out, not counter it, well, but like to balance it yes, out with it, right? Because you need some sort of man, I've had certain mushrooms and it's just again depending on what they're paired with, right? Yeah, you either yeah. get that overly earthy, right, which is just like well, having it, a mouthful of dirt. The problem to me is is just in the recipe formulation. I see too many people and they're like, "Oh, I'm going to make this IPA and I'm going to throw mushrooms in it." You're like, "Those flavors are never going to work." No, <laughs> it's. I literally took the dried chanterelles and I back. I, I figured out. I was like, "What style of beer would work really well with these flavors?" And I came up with the Belgian double, which was kind of my one of my favorite things to brew anyway. But but it made sense. And then I had it. We I actually did that for a beer dinner, and uh, the chef did that dinner for I think six or seven years. And he still told me that he thinks that was the best beer that uh, any of those beer did. Like a mushroom risotto. That's more... oh, well, yeah. Now he I actually did. Well, I thought he was going to do it with a meat dish. He did it with a salad, which blew my really? mind. Oh. It was a wild mushroom salad with a like porcini, like the like the yep. pork. Um, and it's the more you ate the salad, the more umami you got out of the beer, and the more you drank the beer, the more full the mushroom was from the salad. Where's so. Pete tonight? He's going to learn a lot from uh, yeah, listening back to the show that he'll never listen to back well, I to. I think he... He'll never listen back to. No, he'll never. He I, I, I mean, he's part of the show, and yet he won't listen to his own he's show. He's already setting up for Christmas holiday. At yeah, he house. did have to put the Christmas lights up today, yeah. so he's got the... Uh, That's Saturday. That's yes. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday. Uh, he's, what is he putting up? 170 thousand lumen no leds he's got the led <laughs> on, on on controls yeah uh, like just a hundred thousand different bulbs and he's, um he was doing a full animal. sound system did you ever see those ones online yep. uh well like the the holly the, yep. the, the halloween you ones tune, oh, you can no, tune yeah. into a radio station and hear the uh yeah yeah uh, exactly the, uh, yeah, yeah, the lights yeah, go to is like it, is it national lampoons where he lights it up and like <laughs> you, <laughs> hey, you know what <laughs> pete very much reminds me of chevy chase and national yeah. lampoons for sure uh, but no, he's got living the, room after ne- next weekend yeah he's got the oh, uh God. the propane <laughs> fire that shoots <laughs> out <laughs> and he's got the trans-siberian orchestra of the place so go. it's pretty metal i mean he, if we if you know pete pete's he, a metal guy he's, so. he's got the like co2 like spitting out oh yeah oh yeah totally yeah, he's he's got a lot to set up tonight. Yeah, so he's we, crazy man. He's crazy man. He'll listen to it at one point, but then he'll he'll appreciate it. Uh, the mushroom talk. Question number three. Ah, and the final one. So you go to a restaurant. What is that one beer from any place, anytime, anywhere that you would hope you can have that one more time? Mm. Mm. That's a good one. Think and it cannot be one of your own. Cannot be one of our own. Nope. Well, then, then yeah. <laughs> then forget it. <laughs> forget it. I'm having uh, water. I'm pissing all the tap in. One beer, anytime, anyplace, they hope that they have it. Jeez. Oh, well, oh, jeez. Uh, I can... Go ahead, Matt. I got to think about this. All right. So, so mine's actually pretty simple because... Uh, it's a Belgian double. Oh. <laughs> it's not. No, it's what it's a quad. Um, <laughs> so, so doubling down. I used to bartend at a little bar called Maloney's in Maine on Matawan that has 123 taps. Jesus, um, a little bar with 120. Yeah. And uh, they have no Budweiser, no Coors, no Miller products whatsoever. It is all craft beer, New Jersey beer, European beer, some mead, maybe a cider or two. But um, but I just remember that every blue moon we would get a keg of. Uh, Poor, poor choice of words there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> every once in a while, we would get a keg of uh, Guten Carolis uh, Van de Kaiser Blau, mm-hmm. which is amazing quad from Belgium. And 
I just remember having that beer with food like all the time, and it. You can have it without food. I mean, the beer is unbelievably delicious. But who'd they I, blow to get that? Catch? Well, no. Well, what this what he's trying to say too is that they really didn't sell a lot of it because he drank <laughs> most of it. He was wheezing the juice. Maybe I let him sell a couple. <laughs> I'll be, if you give buddy. me a second, I'll be right back. I got to run in my cellar. I can get a bottle of it and show you that one too. Oh, oh there you go. There you go. <laughs> this guy's uh, um, growling it and, and deep freezing it. Yeah, uh, they, they actually it's it's in seven fifties. Still, they still sell it in seven fifties. The Cuvée Vatican are black. Uh, it's a, it's it's such a good beer. I, I I echo that. I was I actually was leaning towards. Yeah, I'm I'm glad he said that because I was like, eh, maybe I won't say that. But a good, like, you know, at that point, uh, a Belgian, yeah, I'd probably lean towards, you know, Chimay Blue. Mm. Um, there we go. We've heard that one before, yeah, yeah. for sure. Chimay Blue. That's a uh, tough or, one to uh, find on tap, but at the same time. Yeah. Well, it's. It's bottle. I mean, I've only. The double, too. The red is fine. The red. Yeah. yeah. We'll, 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 we'll yeah, serve. We'll fill, it's, it's not a grand reserve. No. Of course no. <laughs> I actually had Blue recently at Monk's. Okay. In, yeah, uh, yeah. in Philly. Yeah, there's a couple yeah. places I have it. Uh, and mm-hmm. it was bottled. So. Yeah. I used to get it years ago in a former life when I ran a bar. I actually, uh, I, I, every year I got it, twice a year I got a, a six to live it. Mm. Um, or about a, a, a 30 liter of it. Now, is <laughs> yeah. it is it through like uh, international you know distribution? Like what, what companies handle stuff like that? Well, then then I don't know who handles it now because I used to get it through 100 and okay. 100 and just closed yep. in New Jersey. Yeah, and, that's like uh, our Manhattan kind of thing. Yeah, that's a, no, that's your union. Oh, union. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. So whoever handles those overseas contracts, she and family. So yeah, so they get it. It's it's an importer, and then the importer, you know, deals with uh, the, the distributor. Yeah, um, I'm not sure who actually is importing it right now, but um, but yeah, they had uh, the Sheen family was getting it. So they should be able to, you know. Obviously, it is in New York. I just don't know where it went in Jersey. Um, because a lot, like I think, thirty-five of the top brands uh, for hundred and went to Budweiser uh, distribution houses. Good old in oh, wow, having a good time with it. Yeah. And then the rest of them went to a couple of the smaller ones, and then there was a few that were left out in the dark. I doubt very seriously Chimay's one of those, but uh, yeah. But um, yeah, that would I, I would say you know if I if I was looking for something bigger, something like that. Um, sure, that you know, like I always say. You know, if I'm going somewhere, so not necessarily a, a bar, because like, you go to a bar, you go to a restaurant, you go, you know what you're going to expect, right? right? You know where you're going, right. you know what the you know what the bar is going to have and what you're going to drink before you get there. Okay, they have craft, I'm going to drink craft, whatever it may be, if it's local or whatever. Uh, or, okay, well, they don't really have a good craft program or whatever, I'll have it. I'm going to have a gin and tonic if it's summer or an old-fashioned if it's winter, you know? Like, yeah. But <laughs> um, that's just me. But, uh, uh, which we call it. But if I, uh, but I always say, like, if I'm going to a wedding or something like that, if the uh, if the bar has a craft beer, I'm having I'm having craft. If it doesn't, hopefully they have Sam Adams, you know, Boston Lager. Yeah, right, something like right. worthy of just at least right. drinkability. If I really, 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 really want a beer, and they don't have Sam Adams, but they have Yingling, I'll have a Yingling or two. Yingling, really? Um, um, if I really, really, really want a beer, <laughs> you know, like super it's, desperate. It's, yeah, right. But um, but short of that, I'll just I'll switch to to spirits at that point you know yeah. it's funny because yingling is such a a old label here in new in the united states right so mm-hmm. uh, I, well it's the, the oldest in, in the country right yeah so 18, i mean 1829 yeah one of the first you know craft beers that i had and so i was like oh try yingling all right you know i was mm-hmm. i was having the uh the nut brown i was trying some of these you know crazy you know different tasting beers i 
could never get into Yingling, and I just don't know why. And I have gone back to it, and for some reason, it's just built in me. Just no, you don't like Yingling. I'm like, okay, I don't. I guess I it's, don't like Yingling. It's it's an amber lager with corn, That's and I like amber really lagers, so I don't understand how it's possible that that it, particular it, brand doesn't do it for me. It doesn't have as much beef beef to it. Uh, you know, it's not that dark of an amber because it does have a lot of corn in it. Yeah, so, I, it, it um, drinks thin, which is fine, which I don't mind. But when you're when you're sitting, all right. So like college dorm room, you know, we have these in Milwaukee's best, or you got you know like your your natty ices or whatever. And then someone brings the Yingling, oh, something with flavor. And then you go, right. nah, I I just was. You, Steve, you ever into Yingling? You ever do you like Yingling? So wait, I gotta I gotta I have, tell you a quick story. I'll go. Yeah. So when I was in college, um. And this was a long time ago, but a keg of Budweiser, a keg of Miller Lite was, I think, 50 bucks Okay, for a half. And a keg of Yingling was 55 bucks. And I had four roommates. And I was like, listen up. We're all throwing an extra dollar in. (laughs) And I swear to God, every time we'd go to have a party, people were like, yo, are you having that good beer at the party again? (laughs) We were known as the guys that had... the good beer because we spent the extra dollar a piece to get <laughs> to get outside of Bud Light or whatever. Yeah, I mean, not that I like Bud Light or Miller Light, but just Yingling never did it for me. I don't know what it is about it. I, I, I and I like while. ambers, I like lagers, I well, like corn based beers. I, there's nothing there that I wouldn't like. I just don't know what it is. I would. I was so happy this past Friday. Yeah, because uh, while I was at uh, Mulcahy's. Mulcahy's. I uh, was drinking Utica Club on tap. Get the fuck out of here. Where was Utica Club? I was there Saturday. It was on tap, bro. What? On tap. Utica Club was on tap? On tap. How come I didn't see that? Did they take it off? There was a lot of I might have drank it, though. <laughs> I might have drank it, though, bro. Shit. Hopefully. I am not joking. Wow, I suck. I definitely did not do my research on that. I should have, have thought, paid attention have, you, have either of you, I'm assuming, I'm assuming the answer is no, but have either of you been out to the Yingling uh, Brewery in Pottstown? No. I have not. Pennsylvania. I've I've it's, been down the block from it. I was at Sly Fox. That's in Pottsville. Oh, Pottsville. Same Pottstown is about forty-five minutes north of there. Ah. Um, yeah, it's um, it's it's off of, it's north of seventy-eight. Like go go up past Allentown. Um, go. You know where? Uh, you, have, you know where Cigars International is? The big, huge thing off of seventy-eight mm-hmm. going out in Pennsylvania. It's it's that exit, and it's about twenty minutes. From there, wow. uh, it's a really cool facility. It's it's from like the the the, the base of the bu- ba- bulk of the building was built in uh, in 1829. It was built into the side of a mountain, and you could actually they, they take you down to the caves where they used to excuse me refrigerate the caves. Store the beer, there was yeah. no refri- there was no right. refrigeration right. in 1829. Right? Have you had a Yingling black and tan like the yeah. actual bottle black and tan, not made of black and tan with it? Yeah. I, I think I had that one, and I was better suited for the that. Yingling, yeah, do all the time. Yeah, the Yingling Porter is very good. The Yingling mm. Porter is, I and mean, it's, it's a regular for, for, yeah, I mean, it's not like I'm going to, you know, oh, give me a Yingling Porter. I don't want this local porter that was brewed with, you know, these ingredients, whatever. Yeah, clearly, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to circle speaking, back around. Speaking of that, yeah. Especially when it has good. local uh, roasted coffee or something. In yeah, it, if, it, if, it, like if it's, you know, if it's a... Uh, Shameless plug. Mm. If it's a can <laughs> like this. Oh, yeah, we got that. Yeah. With this porter, this local porter. Well, but. speaking of which, I, I, let's get into these beers because we, we're we now into our third beer here that you guys had sent us. We started mm-hmm. off the night with uh, the Hef. So the Hef that you guys uh, brewed at Cyprus, am I correct? Yep. Right. Um, l- break this down for me because, you know, you talked a little bit about earlier the water profile at Cyprus yeah. kind of lending itself to this. 
kind of what went into this particular so, beer so, that people can uh, enjoy. This is so that was Hef delicious. Is, Hef is like one of those things where on paper it's one of the very simplest beers there is, and mm. in application, it's very difficult to make a very very good Hef. There's like water, you know, water profile is key. pH is super key. Um, the interesting thing is a Hef is it's it's technically it's 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 technically a, a sour beer. It's very lightly soured though. It's not you know as as puckering as a Berliner Weiss, right? Um, and you know, and it's and it's also yeast driven. So the the yeast in yep. a Hefeweizen, the Hefeweizen yeast is the closest uh, genetically to Belgian yeasts. Yeah, so and that's what most people get off flavors, of that is you know, that Belgian particularly flavor. Banana and clove are the two you know earmark flavors that you should get out of that mm -hmm. based on the yeast. And I, I have to say that so this is probably one of the nerdiest named beers ever. Because it's called Frising Tide. Um, so obviously it's a play on Rising Tide. But uh, there's a brewery called Via Stefan um, that's been around for almost a thousand years. Oh, that's, yeah. That makes, in my mind, the best half there is. Frising. Um, and that. Yeah, in another 16 and change years, they'll be a thousand years old. Yeah. They, they, so what is it? was uh, what, 10, 1040. 1040s. Hmm. Yeah, 1040. 1040. And then England be was became a kingdom in 1066. The brewery is older than England. Jeez. To put things mean. in perspective, um, but that that little brewery is located in the town of Freising in Germany. So it is uh, it's a, a homage to Via Stefan's uh, Hef, and also uh, you know they got a little bit of a head start on us. But I hope that I can uh, adjust it. <laughs> get it to be in the same. I think, you know, nine, 987, yeah. Yeah, 980. Now I got to do it a little bit quicker. But. <laughs> 984 years. I think they dialed in the recipe. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they only slight bit on you. It's, it's definitely a world-class beer and they, they have dialed that in. I, I will. Is there if I just sit here like this with the, the cup? Sure. Yeah. My glass there you go. Perfect. 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 I like that you are you have the merch out, He's you have the glassware out. That's the way you, you promote. Listen, tap, just tap tap panels right over here. Just, <laughs> just take a note from a brewery called Jones Beach Brewery Company. Oh, the Swagmasters. The Swagmasters swag had, had merch out three or four years prior to even making well, beer well, they were for the public. Up. They were so they, they sold their merch to make enough money to buy the I'm, equipment to make pretty much it. I'm telling you right now, like I closed my brewery during COVID. They had merch out before I closed my brewery. <laughs> they would show it to my brewery and be like, "Hey man, you want a, you want a T-shirt?" Yeah. No, nah, I'm good, man. Uh, I'm good. No, we got this. We got and they're the nicest. I mean, the greatest yeah, guys. great guys, greatest guys making making really good beer now. Um, but yeah, funny, funny, funny stuff. They, they were a merch company prior to being a brewery. That's what we were laughing about. <laughs> but they didn't with, have the beer even out for people to try. Like these guys no, at least had the no. beer out that you could be like, it oh had yeah, nothing. yeah. It had something just behind the, the just March and a cool name. <laughs> it just it was. Jones it took Beach. advantage of Jones Beach yeah. and being a staple of you know the United States for that matter, let alone New York. Are they are are they on Jones Beach or are they absolutely here? not? No, they're in Farmingdale, <laughs> which is way out in the middle of the <laughs> island. I mean, that was like when Fire Island was open, right? You know, they Americans were not on fire island. No, nope. like geography like, anyway, right? Like so. Brew Brew SA is much closer to Jones Beach. Yes, you're 100 percent right. They're yeah. they're a, a 500 yard lap away in the Olympics yeah. to, to Jones Beach. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Jones Beach, at least I give them this: they're in the same county, and Fire Island was still <laughs> in the same county as Suffolk County. True, true. So there was that. True. But yeah, I, I mean, they they. Well, you know what? Yeah, I'm trying to think of Great South Bay is probably the most. 
closest to what they are. Great South Bay Brewery is literally to, yeah. a couple of miles away from the Great South Bay. Well, what about Harbor, Harborhead? Harbor They're Head. like literally in the Harborhead. They, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, but it's not called Harborhead, though. It's, no, it's no. just Northport. So Jeff is in Port Jeff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you guys are 20, very funny. Wait a second. 27A Brewing is on 27A. It is so. not on 27A, but it's close it's to it. Pretty damn close. Pretty close. Pretty I mean, damn close. I mean, uh, uh, maybe a mile, not even. Maybe yeah. not even. And and Barrage was literally in, in my garage. In a barber garage, yeah. <laughs> brewing garage. Barrage. Brewing garage. Yeah. Um, you guys, you know, obviously you've put together a good lineup. Like I said, we've had the IPAs before. But let's let's break down this Hefeweizen. What what yeast are you using? Are you cultivating that yourself? Is that something that came up? Like, is it basic so SO4? I, I, like, what, I, what are you I do using? Ha- I do have to say, I always use, like, if a brewery has a Hefeweizen, mm-hmm. I kind of, that's how I judge that brewery. Yep. I, I truly do. Well, that and lagers. Because I love Hefeweizen so much. Um, I, and, and I know all the little... Nuances. Intri- the little intricacies of, of what that beer could be. And if they make a good one, yeah. then, then I'm, a, I'm on board. I'm, I'm on board. board with them. Anyway, yeah. so... so uh, to, and? Well, we drank the yeah. shit out of it. Well, so. uh, that, that was the first one, and it's long gone. That lasted, so, uh, that lasted all of five seconds. We so, moved on very quickly uh, from that Hefeweizen. And, and then continued on to the other beers. So, yeah, I'm going to yeah. say, yeah, yeah. So, you did so a good job. One, the one, one thing I wanted to mention is that all the beers that we've released to date are going to be core beers from the brewery. Oh, They're going to be cool. beers that we plan on having all 12 months of the year. So it's two IPAs. Bison. We have a Vienna Lager, which I had. I drank that earlier, which is called Awkward Tan Lines. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, that's a great. That's name. great. And and the coffee porter. Yeah, put put it back up here. I'll just yeah. Yeah, you know, l- listen. This, this coffee porter. I I wish I let it sit for a little bit, even just to warm up no, a little more. We couldn't. Do, we couldn't. We couldn't I know wait. it was so good. Uh, you know that that got me laughing. Like that got me through like the eight forty five to nine fifteen era, <laughs> and I was sipping like like a gentleman. So you brewed this with uh, Turnstile Coffee Roasters so, from Belmar, yeah. uh, in collaboration with. Uh, what went into this? Because obviously so, the coffee was forward and it was delicious. It was. It's really, it was it's very really good. funny because I don't drink coffee. <laughs> At all, I, love I, I don't beer. either. Absolutely love it in beer, but I don't really drink coffee. I, don't, I, I drink coffee, and they're literally four or five blocks from my yeah, house. They're right by John. And I've been there a bunch of times. Know the guy, so we went there when when we were picking, mm-hmm. you know, a place to actually work with and partner with to, to come up with the coffee blend. Yeah, it had to be it had to be Mike and Dave, and um, so we went over to them and uh, and sat down with them. Matt and I sat down, and as much as Matt doesn't drink coffee, we must have had thirty samples of coffee. Oh yeah. That day. Like it was we like vibrating. We walked out. It was ridiculous. Oh, I did. I did the same exact thing. The way back when, when uh, I I went to um, Georgie, um, Giorgio's Coffee Roasters, mm-hmm. and he just kept. And I don't drink coffee. I'm a tea guy. You're an, and uh, but I love the flavor. I love the flavor. But I'm what just was the name is it was co- Coffinator. What was the name of the? No, no, not it was. A, this was a different one. Different one. Oh, this okay. was when we f- did our Russian Imperial. Ah, and Russian Imperial coffee, nice. Oh. and he just like kept giving me samples of like all these different, like from Ecuador, from Guatemala, from mm-hmm. and. Same thing. I was vibrating by the time I left there. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even have to start my car. The whole car just like shimmy down the road. <laughs> 
just touch the glass crap. and it broke. But like, you know what? It sometimes is nothing better than having a roaster near you that has exceptional, you know, like and, supply. And these guys are these guys are fantastic. Let me tell you, this they beer are, was are. fantastic, uh-huh. and those I mean, notes we, of we coffee. We talked about so I, I knew what the malt bill was going to be, and I knew what the flavor profile was going to pretty much be. So I wanted coffee that would lean into like chocolate and nut, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of notes to work with that porter really well. And again, it's it's a six and a half percent porter. It is no lactose. It's no. It, nice. It's just straight up. It is a porter, and it has a nice coffee finish. It is no more, no less, and it is exactly what Big coffee knows, nice coffee finish. Now, coffee now let me ask you, knows. how did you incorporate the coffee? Uh, that's what I was going to get to. So we, we, I mean, we talked about not only what coffees to use, we talked about what level of roast. The, the guys at Turnstile were fantastic. We came up, this is a, a Guatemalan-Brazilian blend, and they roasted it uh, just a little bit lighter than espresso. Um, oh, wow. So and then like what expression. we did is we so we took it we had a very very coarse grind and when we had the beer in the bright tank we had a small like one barrel tank we ran some beer out and we had the coffee suspended in that tank we researched the tank like overnight to make a super concentrated like cold brew mm. and then we pumped that beer back into the main uh, bright tank and let it kind of just infuse with See, everything. I, I love to hear different things like that because every brewer does things a little different with coffee. Yeah. And and cool. it's it's interesting. Like I would take it and cold side, when we would crash it, I would add same thing, coarse grind and leave it in there and circulate, but cold, like really cold, almost kind of doing the same thing. Mm. Um, mm. but then your other guys that will put it in during sparge. Mm. And add it that way. And then there are other guys that, you know, have it in the liquid form already and just pour it in. <laughs> it's just, it's so interesting to see what, and each time it's a different flavor. You know, either yeah. it's really robust or it's subtle or it's, and depending on the bean you use. Yeah. Man. And you said, did you add any additional chocolate to this? No, no. All, all the all wow, that flavors from awful. the roast and from the, Jesus the coffee. Christ. That's awesome. From the, co- from the yeah. coffee and the malt That's it. Yeah. That's all. That's all. Fantastic. That one, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm a Hefeweizen fan, and I'm not a huge porter fan. Like, I don't seek them out. I really like the porter. Really like the porter. It's very good. I, like, I wish I had more of that because you know I could sip on that all night. It's clean flavor. That's what I want. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it definitely hits you with the clean flavor. It definitely, you know, and, and the thing is with the porter, it's real easy to get that astringent, you know, kind of mm-hmm. bitter, um, and I got none of that. And with coffee too, which is yeah, can yeah. easily add that right on top of it. I think as I get older, I'm I'm developing different tastes. I, I think most people experience sure. this that, that sure. you sure. your your taste palette changed, yeah. and more and more. Just for instance, like I I get espresso coffees in the morning, um, you know, like a latte or something like that. More and more, I'm asking for. More coffee. Just give me more of that espresso, dark, roasty. I see cold brews out now. Like I'm like, where the hell did I come from that I'm all of a sudden now into like the really deep, deep roast stuff? Yeah, so man. this hit the spot. Like that. That's. I wish my morning coffee tasted just like that every morning. With the same amount of alcohol. Absolutely. I get through my we, day. We, we've had people come up to us now. I'm, I don't know how true this is. All right, but we've had people come up to us saying that. It's so, such a good cold brew that they have one mid morning. 
Yeah, oh my god, because that'd be it's, fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's, it's do you so know? Good. I mean, if it wasn't in, well, that's my plan when I retire. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if if I wasn't in charge a, of other I'm people's gonna, children, I'm going to have a nice porter. Well, I would be drinking the shit at that. nine in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Put it in a so cold tap like sail away. Nautical Twilight, and then Ross Brewing, which is not too far from from where I am here in Sayreville, did a they did a collab beer with Cypress actually called Twilight Sky. And then I'm good friends with the Ross guys. So they had a big uh, beer fest that they want to do a bunch of collabs for. So I said, well, we got to do nautical twilight sky. Mm. And what their beer was, was like a kind of like a dunkel bison. So I, I beefed up the recipe and made it like a big, like 8% dunkel bison that we then took some of the custom roasted coffee and put it in. Oh man. That beer came out so good. I was, it it was draft only. Unfortunately, they never packaged it, but but it was very good, and I really enjoyed that. So we called the beer. Yeah, that coffee's not, good not, more than just not, Nautical Twilight Sky, yeah. <laughs> yeah now, with that said, because now that kind of sparks my, my imagination here, does New Jersey have, like, a, a cask fest like we do up here on Long Island? No. Not no. anymore. We we did for a couple years. Um, we had a – it was – I don't know. You know, like, Kivovitz from NJCB, I'm assuming. Um, I feel New like Jersey, I do. New Jersey, but... New Jersey craft beer. New Jersey yeah, yeah. craft beer. Um, anyway, so he used to sponsor like uh, an event that was at. It was held in New Brunswick at the Harvest Moon. Okay. And I think we'd have between t- ten to fifteen breweries, and everyone would just bring a pin, an individual yeah. pin of something, you know, special. And they would, you know, we'd have a cask fest that way. It was really cool, but absolutely nothing like Blue Points. Nothing yeah. Like yeah. Points. I mean, yeah. Blue Points. Yeah. What we experienced yeah. a couple of weeks ago, you know, yeah. every year it's just getting, they're one-upping themselves every year. More I, and more breweries are getting involved. More new breweries are just, I do, like I said on the show, radical stuff, man. The stuff yeah. that was there. And, and of course, there was always breweries, as we mentioned, that were just doing regular fucking beer in a cask. It was very cask. interesting and this yeah. year. Yeah. So many breweries heard... just brought like, hey, uh, this is our English mild in a cask. And it was like... Mm-hmm. Thank you. Like I am right in the right line. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm like, right thank you. you. While you pour me six of these. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, there were, I definitely saw people standing it, in the same place for quite. Some I mean, time. there was there was several. I mean, there was the English Mile. There was there was definitely a couple of loggers because I saw. Mm-hmm. Have you those. ever been to the Gray Lodge Pub in Northern Philly before it closed? No, no. So they literally had an event called Friday the Thirteenth. Every <laughs> time there was a Friday the Thirteenth, whether it was two a year or five a year or, or one a year they literally had this event and it would be like they'd have about 30 firkins oh they'd probably have about 12 to 15 tapped at any given time and if you finished like the firkin they rang a bell and you got a t-shirt and all this shit nice and then and then everyone like you know when they ran about rang the bell everyone would wonder all right which which thing are they going to bring up yeah the, yeah you know the the basement now to, to tap to, to everything tap and That's it was an awesome. amazing event. And I went to about three or four times, but but I think the Gray Lodge went out of pu- uh, went out of business r- uh, right after COVID. So. Well, so, yeah. something to consider yeah. for New Jersey because I'm I'm sure a bunch of New, Jer- New Jersey breweries would be into doing Absolutely. something like that. Oh my god! What, Absolutely. What? Well, like I've been like I was going to say I I've been out to uh, I used to go to Blue Point Cascade Fest all the time. Hmm. Um, I, I go back to you know in the old the old smaller brewery over yep, River Road, River. Patchogue, River Road, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, it was fantastic, and I loved I loved them over there, and then the one that they have now in the center of town at that big, huge, ridiculously big the beer facility. campus <laughs> um, is is amazing. I didn't get out there this year, but now they switched because it used to be in April. Now it's in November. Yeah, 
Yeah, and yeah. you know what? The weather wasn't too bad. I mean, it was a little chilly to begin the day. It got fine during the day. I was always, you know, like really hesitant of when they switched it. But you can still get about the same temperatures in April up here that you can get in November. So they're really not changing the weather patterns too much. But we got really lucky in the last few years. I mean, the last three years has been beautiful. I mean, I've been, I've either participated or done, you know, been on the show the last nine years. And I think one day early in the morning, it drizzled. And then the sun came out. And beautiful. And it's it's all every it's amazing. It's like the weather pattern knows there's a beer fest going it's amazing. on. Amazing. But the amount of beer and stuff like that, I mean, that's something that maybe, you know, you guys could uh, talk to uh the guys over at New Jersey Craft Beer and, and figure out. That's that's something I definitely be, travel be down. Something for. very interested to put together. Yeah. Let me tell you, I would and I, I would can give you some contacts for would, people that would that organize it that can give you some tips and tricks on how to do it right because Blue Point yeah. does it right. Yeah. They do. Yeah, they do. This smells amazing, by the way. (laughs) Speaking of which, we have, we're drinking right now your Ashton Brewing um, collaboration. This Abbey style double. Well, I had to bust out the actual goblet. Oh, he's got the actual goblet. Not messing around. Looking nice. nice. I mean, this thing. Yeah, the can art. I just want to show you the can art too. Like yeah. the, the, Steve Ashton is the owner of Ashton Brewing. His, his wife, wife killed it. His, his wife. There's you know the, the logo's right really the side lovely. right there. Ashton Brewing and, and the coastal logo there. But but if you look, she made like stained glass, which was Matt's uh, there you um, go. Uh, idea too. But she incorporated our wave into the stained glass. That's yeah, awesome. Very wait, cool. wait, wait. But the best part is if you look at the goblet in the, the middle, yeah. that's actually the Belgian flag. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Very, very Look cool. at you throwing little friggin'. Well, he's been around the world diving little into little, little, little Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah, little Easter eggs. You gotta love that, man. I like that. Where's Captain America in all but this? But I'm looking for the whale shark. I don't see it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> little, I'm a little upset with that. No, there, there aren't many whale sharks. I don't see <laughs> any sharks or anything like. That. I don't see the bel- the the, the uh, sneaky Belgian shark. So, what went into this collaboration? The relationship had this all come about. So I've known Steve for a while. Um, I've done some beer judging with him. He's he's the highest rated beer judge in the state of New Jersey. Um, he's yeah. a master judge. He, Wait, you you were a beer judge as well? Yeah. We'll get. Well, let's circle back to that. Okay, keep going. Um. So basically, um, I love Belgian beer. I know he loves Belgian beer. We we we'd seen each other. He he actually had a really shit sandwich of a thing because he got his he got his license the. The first week of March in 2020. Oh no! He got his license six days before the shutdown. Before ah, they shut sounds like when you close down. your brewery. Yeah, you so close he yours. Was, he opened his. He opened without being able to have people in his brewery for like I don't know six or eight months. Who do we know that did that? Isn't there someone else on Long Island that did that? There was several yeah. breweries. There was a couple breweries that like were opening yeah. during COVID. But, uh, it was like, what are you doing? You know, oh, he eventually got. You know, was allowed to have people there, and and. He's making some really good beer over there. Ashton is in a space that used to be another brewery. It was it was originally Demented Brewing. I've I've heard of that. And Demented went out of business, and and Steve found the place, and he went in, and he he did a lot of work to it, and and started he started kicking out some really nice beer, and so you know we talked about doing a you know a Belgian together, and you know a double seemed like a good idea, and then we we. We kicked around a couple ideas, and I, I wanted to put raisins in it, and we were thinking maybe of doing like a, a cookie one with raisins and almonds or something, 
And then we finally settled on why don't we do just raisins and currants? And, you know, we're just, we're again, we're just building, the, you know, the flavors that should be in the double and kind of doubling down for as a terrible <laughs> pun. But, but, uh, you know, like when I just smell this, it's, I just love, I love the amount of dark fruit that you get out of it. You know, you just get that raisiny. It, you know, it, it's, it's definitely lighter um, than what I expected. But yeah. it reminded me just when I read the can, it reminded me of like a Corzin dunk. Yeah. You know, with so having we, raisins and, and, and currants and, uh, and again, being a Belgian style. Um, mm. But yeah, great flavors in it. It, it, um, it did go a little bit drier than we quite expected it, but I kind of really like it. I mean, it's, it's when we, so we can't, we went there to help them can. And at the end, we, you know, we were done with the cans, but we ran all the beer out from the lines out into this big, like four liter giant pitcher. And then we were hanging out and drinking and, and having some pizza and doing all this stuff. And I went to pour myself another beer and I'm like, where the hell did all the beer in the pitcher go? It's like, we just, cause it's so easy drinking. It just like, it, it's scary. Cause it's like, you're, I'm just, we were just drinking it, like not thinking anything. And it's like, all of a sudden it was gone. Oh, there you yeah, go. There we go. Yeah, that well, that was already after we had drank a bunch of it. By the way, and the pitcher was filled to the top. By the I mean, way. Oh, it was man. it was a lot of beer, and like we we did it in a relatively short amount of time. But because it's, but you know what, this is uh, this is the perfect time of year. This is a beer. This again, the essence of Belgian beer is to have a gastronomic ale, a beer you can have with food. Yep. Gastronomic, me, I like that. This is an excellent beer that you could have at the the Thanksgiving table and would go with almost everything. You know. And now, I would now drink this at my it. Thanksgiving table this Thursday. Yeah. But I only have a couple cans left and um I'm gonna be drinking mostly Sierra Nevada celebration. <laughs> I'm gonna drink mostly Sierra Nevada celebration. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna get some Sierra Nevada celebration. I haven't had that in a little while. I used to love it. Yeah. And I'm gonna bring that to Thanksgiving. That's a hell of an idea. I'm great. Such it's 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 such a good beer. I, I uh I'm already set. We do Thanksgiving at my house. Yeah. So I already got my wonderful old Fezzy wigs. <laughs> I'm definitely having a couple of those. And I got a Westy 12 Ooh, that I'm going to open. Now, let me ask you a question. Yeah. And Matt will Matt will back me up on this. Well, okay. I'll tell you a story. <laughs> okay. What do you what, – I love Westy. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Okay. Amazing, amazing, amazing beer. No doubt about it. But given my druthers, I'd rather have a St. Bernard's 12. Okay. Um, 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 how many of those could you have? Because I can. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can go to any store any yes. day of the week, any month of the year, yes. and get St. Bernardus 12. Yes. No, I'll, I'll tell you a little <laughs> beer judging. I'll tell you a beer judging story real quick, then. Oh, yeah. So I want to get back to that, Matt, because you. So, beer so judging. Had... Wait, wait. First, how the hell did you get into beer judging? Homebrew. Well, I was, I was homebrewing. So, you know. And, and actually, so one of my really good buddies, he was he worked at Anheuser in Newark. Um, he he went he he bounced back and forth between the brewing side and the. But we love him anyway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we all have our faults. He used to give me a 2014, uh, you know, coffee bourbon county. I loved it. Oh, all right, baby. All right, a little fell off the back of a truck kind of deal. Yeah. I like it. Well, no, no, no. They got cases of it. They're like, here, you're 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 an employee. You get cases of this. That's so nice. you'd be like, I can't drink all this. Somebody take this. He, he's he's a great guy. I had a great and yeah. noses nose. No, yeah, he's he's, uh, he's worked at a couple breweries. He was production manager at Crooked Stave out in Colorado for nice. a while. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. And and uh, uh, I can tell you stories about him, but but <laughs> but um, there's two things with beer judging: is is most people actually have better palates than they than they take credit for, um, and you can taste things. But the biggest thing with beer judging is you need to learn how to convey sensory things into actual language that mm. another being yep. understands. Yep. And that's the real skill set that you have to work on. And so like the thing with beer judging is I would, and he, he's a beer judge. He was a nationally certified barbecue judge. He has an amazing palate and I drank beer with him all the time. And we just talked about how, what, what I was getting out of things and blah, blah, blah. And, and then I learned to build up a vocabulary. So, you know, then we have some of these homebrew comps. Um, I would, I would, you know, volunteer to do beer judging and, Mm. and, you know, you do a certification and all this other stuff and, and, you know, you're away and then you, you accrue points for doing, you know, the more you judge, the more points you have, which is why Steve Ashton's the highest rated judge in, in the state. He, yeah. he, he's accumulated all these points because he's been judging for like 20 something years. Um, but I also judged with Steve and Steve was a great, you know, resource as well, but it's just, you, you learn a lot. And, and that's the thing is, I think that's why I'd like to think I make good beer. I know exactly what the beer should taste like. And I know exactly what I want the beer to taste like. Almost like and you've gone through training of, camp. Well, yeah. Uh, and and on top of that, that, yeah. And on top of that, you know, if something went wrong with that beer, yeah. what it might be. Yeah. You know, that's a big part of it too, is, is, is knowing what the off flavors are and, and being able to diagnose, you know, having an issue with a beer. Sure. And this is a common so, question. Like how have you had to dump out a beer before? On the homebrew level? Yes. On the professional level? No. God bless you, sir. Yeah. No, no, and I'm, and I'm not saying I never will. But right. No, no, keep, keep in mind, keep in mind, right? It'll Between, it, yeah, we haven't, he's, he, what, what we've done, yeah, it, hmm. it'll happen, but, you know, hope, well, well, look it, at this. It, hopefully this is, it won't, this is the it analogy, does, hopefully, though. It, it's, it's very infrequently. And Beers if it does, like, I hope it's on that three-barrel system. Right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, that's where we'll do the dumb stuff, so that's probably where it's going to happen. Yeah. Hopefully. We'll see. But, um, no, but the analogy is this. Beer is a living thing. 100%. So there's driving a car, and when you turn the wheel, the car goes. When you're riding a horse, you pull on the reins. Most of the time, the horse is going to go that direction, but it still has its own will, so at some point, it might keep going straight when you pull on the reins. That's the essence of beer. Beer yeah. is a living thing. It's a good analogy. You try sure. to steer it to to be a very specific style and thing and whatever. And or if you're swimming in the ocean, you could get tail whipped by a whale <laughs> shark. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you, no, you can't control that thing. Um, you hold on, right? You do a 1080. Tail whipped by a whale shark. Yeah. Dot 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 again. Again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So when you guys went over to Ashton, you know, you guys are a big part of this collaboration, and you guys have gone through this with Steve before and some of the other guys that are over there. Um, You know what 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 went into the the concept here? Was it something brought up by you? Was it something that was again mutually agreed upon? Or we we knew we wanted to do a Belgian. Okay. We, We settled on a double would probably be a good beer to do. Um. There's there's us looking tough. <laughs> hey, look at that! Um, oh, we got one of those pictures. We got a couple yeah. of those pictures, right? Yeah. So so you know, I sent a recipe over to Steve. Steve modified a couple of things, sent it over to me. I modified one little thing, sent it back. He finalized it, and then we pretty much just put something on a calendar. I mean, it was honestly, it was it was it was every bit of a collab because we both had a lot of input. It was but probably it was, it was probably. Yeah. 
It was a very, very collaborative collab. Yeah, but I also (laughs) think that... It wasn't a, hey, let's do a collab. Let's make an IPA. Okay, figure it out. All right, let's show up, drink beer. All right, cool, we did a collab. Yeah, we didn't just show up and put our name on it. Yeah, we'll show up and throw hops in. Yeah, and get the picture for the Instagram. The I think Steve and I also think about recipes in a very similar way. So it's not too surprising that, like, the recipe came together pretty simple. Yeah. Excuse me. So you're right there. Yeah. <laughs> what was another drink? What was the decision to go into a 12 ounce can as opposed to a 16? Was that just well, uh, they do all their they do all their beers in 12 ounces? Really? And they that's, sell that's, it in yeah, they sell it in sixes or thing, yeah. yeah they do 12 ounce six packs. Ah, all right. Well, their beers, I like that. So. That's some old school shit. Yeah, I mean sense. it's actually kind of cool because their cans do stand out on the shelf because right. There's all the tall cans, and then there's them. And ironic, the, the the triple crossing beer I had before is a twelve ounce, hmm. a twelve ounce six pack there. New Jersey, so they're, they're, a... they're, no, this is Richmond, Virginia. Oh, all right. right. Well, we'll say mainland has been doing a lot of twelve ounces. <laughs> there you go. Eastern Seaboard. Eastern Seaboard. <laughs> I like it. Um, so, what do you guys have in the pipeline right now? I mean, obviously, you, you're looking to set up. Do you have any collabs out right now that you're? Yeah. I, I know. Well, funny, well Matt, I, I know we talked about this before oh, the show. You should mention here it is. Oh, oh, you son so, of a! Every bitch. time you show it, it makes me angry. So it, this is very funny because what makes me angry is that he has one of the labels and I don't yet. Well, I, I have mean. two. I have one for you. Don't worry. <laughs> no, but long story short is, um, you know, we've we've been talking to a number of breweries about doing collabs. We did. We did collabs with Brick City and Icarus last year. Love Icarus. Um, we had a little bit of a lull there where we were. This was the this was the Brick City collab. And oh, there you go. The, and this is the Icarus collab. And that's yes. the Icarus. Collab. So that he has an IPA. Mm-hmm. That was what Citra Mosaic Trident. That came Citra out, Mosaic Trident. Yeah. That came out really well. Mm-hmm. And then this was a cold IPA, Ooh. or a dry hop lager, if you want to call it, with. Mm. Uh, uh, it was Nelson and Waiiti in the mm-hmm. dry hop. Mm-hmm. So kind of lighter flavors that I figured would work really well. And that that beer did really well. Um, they even had Icarus had their big lager fest. And the keg of that was the first thing that kicked. So They, they saved, they saved the half barrel of it from when we did it because we did it a few months earlier. They, they put aside a half barrel, which they do for uh, a lot of the stuff for lager fest, which was mm. in June. And uh, and then they brewed nine for Lagerfest. The first one to kick that day was was that beer was the uh, ounces of coastal feather. So it, it's a little interesting because technically this double just came out this past Thursday, so mm. only a couple days ago. And now mm. right away next next Friday, black you know black Friday. this Friday this Friday yeah this Friday sorry this Friday uh, we have beer from the Black Lagoon with alternate endings, which is a you know kind of an old school like West Coast. Black IPA. Love it. You know, um, so if you guys aren't doing anything on Friday, take a ride to Aberdeen, New Jersey. We'll <laughs> be at the brewery at noon. And we'll wait, go- wait, that's Black Friday, <laughs> isn't it? Black exactly. Friday. Hold yeah. on, uh, I gotta check my calendar. There, there might be a trip somewhere in my future here. <laughs> I have, I have Sunday free for sure. I was thinking about taking a trip somewhere, but maybe. Uh, mm, oh. So it's it's uh, Cascade, uh, Simcoe, and Chinook. Um, and you know, you get these really nice deep pine notes that work really well with that roast. Love that. Love a black IPA. It's one of my favorite styles. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and it's, it's, we didn't go ridiculous. It's, I think it's like 70 IBUs. So it's like, it's got some punch, but it doesn't really smack the hell out of you. It's not a palate record. 
you know, it's seven percent ABV and seventy IBU. So I, in some ways, I think it's kind of a really nicely balanced. You're saying all the right things, like, man. That's that's an oxymoron, but it's a balanced black IPA. It's, it's a balanced black IPA. Yeah. I could almost smell it, and I have no clue what it tastes like. <laughs> I got this got this thing in my head right now. It's shit. Now I want black IPA like tomorrow. Like I need it. I need it. Yeah. Should I do celebration Beautiful and then Cascadian find dark? Who has an, a black IPA out right now for Thanksgiving? I don't know, but I, got, I want it. Uh, I mo most of the black IPAs that are getting released around now aren't getting released till Friday. Oh, Friday. So because so, it's Black Friday. Black Friday. Yeah. It makes sense. Damn you. So, well, Source, did, Source just released, I think it was one or two weeks ago, they released Mid a, mixed, a, mixed, murder, murder. a mixed four pack. It was two red IPAs and two black IPAs. Yeah, so huh. the, the, I forget, the, the Murdered Out is the name. Murdered of Out is the that's black, a cool, black That's a cool IPA. concept. And those, the can is cool as hell. It's, it's The can is black. The lid black, is black. The label is black. Yeah. The, the writing on the black label is black. Yeah. <laughs> that's like metal from uh, Trillium. Trillium it, does yeah. that, right? Yeah. Yeah, they do a great job on uh, that. That's but that. no, it, it, it's we're we're we have um, a collab in the works with Twin Elephant Ooh. coming up. Um, I basically the recipe's already done. They just have to order the grain and put a date. What's on the style? Uh, so that's a weird one. That's a black saison with black cherry puree. Ooh, so that's going to be a little bit outside of the box, but. It's going to be kind of cool. Hmm. See, that's something that would do very well at Cast Fest. Saison. How good would that be? See, my, uh, my head's just. Yeah. Gears are going oh. right now. Saison with a little roast in the bite. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's, it's mostly midnight wheat, just a, a kiss of carafa, but it's so it's not going to be super roasty. It's going to be more black in color than super mm. roasty. So now, it's now, like light roast and then that funky estery, you know, Saison yeast. And then the black cherry, and it's like a whole roller coaster of stuff. Hmm. So would I, uh, when it's I one want of my to... most ridiculous homebrew recipes that <laughs> I, I love Twin Elf and Saisons. They always make great Saisons. And I, I just threw it out there to Tim and Cindy, and Tim would like loved it. So <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. Any Anytime I wanted something black, but I didn't want any really heavy roast or anything, I would add that I would actually mill it as I'm sparging. Right mm -hmm. on top of right on top of the grain bed, yep. and guess, you yeah. get you don't get that astringency, you don't get that yep. bitterness, but you get all that color and just a hint of that little bit of roast. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. This, so that's going to be an interesting one. I mean, we we've been talking to source. So intrigued. Uh, you know, we we obviously we have to do something with Bolero and something with Cypress soon. So, you know, that's the thing is, you know, at thirty barrel turns. We, we've been kind of backing off on releasing a lot of new beer um, for the contract brewing because we feel like we've done a lot of advertising at this point. Right. And, you know, we really want to focus more yeah, the on the names out there now. Yeah, so. building open. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, because we can't sell that beer over our bar anyway. So it's like, it, you know, at some point right. it's going to be sitting somewhere. Diminishing uh, returns. Yeah. So, so you know, we've hmm. been trying to push and maybe. There'll be, there'll be a couple of the beers out between now and when we open. You know, and. We'll keep yeah. we'll, we'll stay relevant, but we'll keep the marketing. Yeah. We'll, we'll populate flags. social media with, you know, hey, we're here. We're still doing these beers with these guys and these guys and these guys, you know, but we're really going to probably focus on a couple of know, New York, too. Uh, we're, we're working with, we're supposed uh, to do some with Fifth with Hammer and Strong Fifth Rope. Hammer and Strong Rope. Yeah. Ah, boys over Fifth Hammer. Yes, Fifth Hammer. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, Chris we, and I, Chris and I have been buddies for I, I've known Chris for a year. You, you got to put whatever you can in now, that uh, fucking right. fooder that's right in the front. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. Right? just oh, yeah. fill right, that yeah, fooder. Yeah. And just have him Absolutely. scream on that saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, Saxon just, motherfucker. Just serenade the beer as it goes into the fooder. <laughs> yeah, I heard that yep. works well. It's like putting a baby yeah, to sleep with classical music. Right, so, exactly. so strong rope was kind of cool too because so they have a Fraunhofer three and a half barrel system. Oh, so we actually. Familiar. figured that out and we contacted them so we went there and, and worked on a brew day with them so that's like, cool we got to actually use the system like for real and it was cool because you know we talked to the guys and they were like all right there's a bottleneck here there's a bottleneck so i like I've alex, of, alex and oscar were great when we when yeah we with i, I kind of redesigned jason's awesome too so yeah i re- redesigned ours to kind of like deal with some of the bottlenecks those issues they had. yeah yeah so, Man, that's so. that that's such a learning thing right there. It's Ooh. like, oh God, we're never gonna we're not gonna have that. I'm taking care of that now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, wait, so I need to buy one more pump and not have any of those problems. One hundred percent. Yep. You know, like uh, and, and, and like, oh, there should probably be a better valve here because the flow is all kinds of screwed up and you know, just little stuff like that. Sure. And you know, I and we're going it, they were great, they were awesome, they were really gracious hosts. So and and so I think uh, I forget what the name of it. So basically, I, I know that they use Strong Rope uses all New York ingredients. Yeah. You yes. Know? Um, so there's this crazy Emerald Spire. Emerald Spire is the name of the hop, and I swear to God, I had it. I had this. I was up. I was doing some work up by Albany, and I found. I was just looking up like you know breweries near me. I was going to stop somewhere. I stopped in this place. It wasn't really a brewery. It was like a homebrew shop. But they had a little bar in the back. Hmm. So the guy gave me this. What was the name of the place? You remember? Oh, I could look it up. I wouldn't know it all. Yeah, it's fine. I go to Albany yeah, a lot. It was actually, it's like, and it's by Rensselaer. It's across the okay. river. Okay. Yeah. But long story short is, so I had this. It was like you know Emerald Spire, Spire uh, Pale Ale, and I'm drinking it. And I'm like, holy shit! I mean, this is like juicy fruit gum. Wow. Like exactly like juicy fruit gum. And it was like the coolest hop. And I know like the guys at Strong Rope don't tend to do like a lot of the super juicy IPA yep. kind of thing. So we we kind of kicked that around with them. So that's what we're thinking. So we'll do some something with Emerald Spire in it. That's awesome. Uh, that's a, a smash beer with Emerald Spire yeah, on New York ingredients. Yeah. Single you know. single hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you guys have a lot of things going on in the works. I mean, what do you intend to I know we talked before the show, but what what do you think the target date is here? For getting this open and running, summer. Um, we're keying on Fourth of July. Ooh. Fingers that's, crossed it'll be before. Yeah, I mean that's that's the goal line. You know, fingers crossed it'll be before. Happen, yeah, but, but but I I think that's a fairly realistic goal, and I'd like to see it open around Fourth. So we're so we're keying on Fourth of July, twenty twenty four, so that we can be open by twenty twenty seven. You know what? We laugh, but uh, that's so sad. I know. It just, <laughs> the reality of that is so sad. I mean, you have to laugh to keep I mean, from crying. You know, the, so. the good news is that we, like, we're in a very good shape because we have our glycol guy, and he's just ready. Like He's ready to go when he needs to go. <laughs> he's he's our, parked in the parking lot. You have to have a glycol go. guy. Everybody we has have one. a refrigerator. But we, we have, have the same glycol guy that everybody has. Yeah, you go. We know, we have, we, 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 yeah. we, I've been friends with him for years, so we know him. So. Um, CO2, you know, this, like everything we have ready, we have the guy in place waiting. Like, 
Everything's on buttons to push, checks to write. Everything's ordered, coming in. It's not like we got to research shit. It's, it's all, hovering done. over the gas pedal, and we're just ready to like slam it down. It's it's like so. doing a home renovation where you got to get everyone in line yeah. and just have it yeah. all collaborate at the same time. Yeah. It just exactly. it makes sense. So Fourth of July is realistic. Yeah, it's just a lot of things need to work the way they should, mm. not the way we wanted to, the way they should. And then Fourth of July is realistic, but summer twenty twenty four, regardless, that's what we're looking at. But listen, I hope you guys uh, get all the stars aligned for you because, like I said, from the moment we kind of stumbled upon you at AC Beer Fest to now having some of these uh, different styles of beers that you guys are putting out, everything has been fantastic, you know, to us. And, and it's something that I know that New Jerseyans and even, you know, travelers and tourists alike are going to enjoy your brews, your styles, your creativity that goes into all this. Um, I, I have a feeling that you're going to be very successful and uh, you're going to have one hell of a ride over the next few months to try to figure this all out. Oh, yeah. Um, really appreciate you guys for being on the show tonight, man. Yeah. Thanks a lot for taking really the time. Great and beers. Sending really us some beer. and uh, We uh, really appreciate it. We love hearing from New Jersey because it's kind of like our home away from home uh, over here. We, we get, we get kind of sick of the, the New York beers after a while. After a long time, we're like, we drank it all. I won't say I get sick of it. I don't mean sick, but I mean, we're like, we've had it all. Well, what happened? We had well the thing is with without the beers around by us. Yeah, we could get them anytime we want. Anytime we're spoiled. Yes, we're spoiled little bitches that we. That's need to... absolutely. I, I I totally concur with. That. Yeah, I, and we want That's to. Still... We I, like I said, you know, we've traveled so many times to New Jersey now. Even you know whether it be AC Beer Fest or whether it be you know multiple times just to go to Cyprus or just to go to Icarus Kane or, or go to Kane and, yep. and Carton at the same day. Yeah. You know, well, you got, if you went, look, when you're going to Kane, now right you by. don't have any excuse. You're coming by us. So there we go. We're literally smack dab in between Kane and Birdsmouth. We're eight minutes north of Kane, six minutes south of Birdsmouth. Wow. That's it's perfect. It's a perfect little trifecta. And then you I mean, go and, over and to and Icarus uh, is moving up a little further north. So we're not going to be too far from them with their new mm-hmm. location. Nice. So exactly. uh, Monmouth County is going to have the most breweries of any county in New Jersey. So we're going to oh, be cool. already right. does, but even yeah, more. we're going to, but we're going to be the epicenter adding so. to that list. Yeah. I, like but, I mean, any, anywhere from source down Icarus, there's going to be a lot of good breweries to hit it. Jeez, you know, this, there is not just and, naming and names around. and I'm just like going, right? wow, this, there's a lot of beers that I could just spend yeah, an entire right. weekend. Nice little Wild travel. Air, last yeah. wave, uh, Bradley, you know, their little dog. There's a lot of, there's a lot of good oh, breweries. Last like wave. Old. I forgot about last wave. Shit. Yeah. Last so wave, last, last waves in point plus. It's technically yeah. ocean County, but it's literally yeah. like a quarter of a mile out of Monmouth County right? in ocean yeah. County. Yeah. And they have a sister brewery. They have, they own two breweries in Asbury park. They have a second brewery, uh, wild air brew. Uh, well, I said it before, Wild Air Beer Works. Yeah. Um, and they do they do bloggers and uh, Wild Fermented Nails. And Beach House? Beach House Beach House is literally eight blocks from my house. Like wow. Right <laughs> yeah. They, so I have friends, uh, like I mentioned to you guys before, you know, like that live in New Jersey. And when we go down there, we're like, all right, what breweries are we hitting? That's the first thing on the topic. Like, how many breweries can we hit today? And yeah. my kids have become, you know, brewery people. And they do enjoy, you know, like the different views and different areas of the country. And they're like, wow, this place is different. This is cool. This is different. You know, like Long Island, we come to like just know our breweries. Yeah. But when you go to these other places, just a whole different perspective when you right. go and get a different viewpoint or a different vibe when you walk into these places. So uh, I'm excited to have you guys open. You know, obviously, uh, I want everyone to know, 
you know, to stay in touch with you guys and obviously follow and and watch what the timing is going to be for opening. Why don't you give us uh, uh, some of the uh, contact information where people can find you, get the latest information on how the process is going. Sure. Well, all of our social media is uh, at Coastal Brewers. Um, Instagram, uh, I was going to say Twitter, X, excuse mm-hmm. me. Uh, Instagram, yeah. X, uh, uh, which Facebook. and Facebook, thank you. <laughs> Get rid of Facebook. I say, uh, uh, all, it's all, all, uh, all at Coastal Brewworks. You can find it all on there. And the website is coast, uh, coastal So everything is Coastal Brewworks. Whatever you put in, look for Coastal Brewworks. Um, and everything, uh, um, as we get into the process, there'll be posts regularly nice. as as the progression goes um, yeah. into the, into the building. Uh, as as the build out's happening, the trench is being dug, the the ta- the bars being built, everything. Follow along, follow us, and um, if you follow on uh, coastalbrewworks.com, if you actually subscribe on on the website, there'll be emails going out weekly. I can't wait um, to see cool. the space. I'm excited to see kind of what you guys yeah. are putting together. How this is going to be laid out. One thing we're going to do is we are going to, like, in half of the, uh, in the taste room, we want to build, like, a loft area. Mm. Because one one of two things. One is it's actually, then we use it as a private rental space if we sure. need to. Kind of like is garbage. A huge thing. Oh, nice. You know, that's a huge thing for breweries that I've, all the brewery owners I've talked to that, like, make sure you have a private party space. Yeah. Sure yep. party. You're going to have private parties, yeah. and you might as well not close the tap room when you're yep. having private parties. Yeah. And they have the <laughs> it makes, it actually makes let's, people let's angry. Let's say the tap room is 4,000 square feet, and we had a 2,000-square-foot loft. Yeah. Like, there's going to be a decent amount, and that's not counting outdoor space. We're, we're going to be able to have a few people there. So. It, it makes people <laughs> angry when you have a private party and they can't go in. Yeah, like oh, what do you see on the, you see on the social you media? I, can't show I was going to say that'll never happen. Who knows? It might depend. Listen, if, if someone know, wants but... to bring us a private party with two hundred people, I'm gonna close my. Program. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna close it down. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just really beg them to do it on a Wednesday. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, the Christmas parties are always good for a good Wednesday or Tuesday night. Right, right, right. Exactly. But that's great, guys. I really appreciate you guys being on the show. Coastal Brew Works uh, opening up in Monmouth County, and. Uh, Listen, I wish the best for you guys. And uh, any uh, for you guys, any last words before we got it out of here? Drink well, Coastal. They, <laughs> there you go. Drink Coastal. You know what? That's a good slogan. You should have that on the side of the can. <laughs> <laughs> I know a couple breweries that do something like that. Hmm, I, I think it's on your shirt too, right? <laughs> it, is it? It's on it, your shirt. Yeah, there, you there. there you go. <laughs> it's the world of Mike Pete and Steve Gubbs Radio.com. Appreciate for everyone for joining in on the Instagram tonight. Uh, the podcast will be out on all your major podcast platforms. Uh, Spotify, the Hopped Up Network, New Jersey-centric yeah. Hopped Up Network. Jersey Beer Guys, shout out to those guys. Um, also on uh, Amazon, on uh, Spotify, on uh, iTunes, all the, mm-hmm. the major platforms. And uh, check them out, Coastal Brew Works uh, and all your major social media and, and website. Steve, anything uh, you have to say before we get on out of here? Yeah, man. Have a wonderful turkey day. Yes. And drink some yes. beer. Mm. Happy Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. You yeah, too man. as well, sir. And uh, guys, don't forget to have your pets spayed and neutered. This is the work with Mike, Pete, and Steve. GhostRadio.com. And we out. Well, that's two hours of your life that you'll never get back. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Please hang up and try again. This has been the Wirt on Govs Radio. I hope you're drunk enough.